round and uh, well the pond start Holmes was known for being long and I guess this time he's gone a bit long and uh, a running sense he's gone too far there Mitchie Danaher goes long Queen and Mark here behind not going to get there because Kavanaugh again has two to compete with I actually take the mark deep in their defence can't pick up the player that's number 24, it's Andrews. He's yeah, plenty of the Andrews ball. is resting down in the back line when he's not rucking, which is an interesting decision. Well, the problem the Tigers have got, they've really got Mitch Heasley and no one else, unless they put Ryan well, Clay in there. They've been trying Dickinson in the ruck there a couple of times. That's a throw, umpire. Well, obviously, umpire comes from Adelaide because uh, that's the only other place that would be allowed. It <laughs> stacks on the mill as uh, slammed into the ground was the porn star Holmes. The Tigers, Dickinson, done well at the bottom of the pack. Hand pass out, now gets the clear. He slipped, goes back by hand again. Breaking a tackle and running in towards the 50-meter mark is Conroy. Conroy now turns it over with the kick, and it will be a rebound. Ian Lawless. I think it's the first time I've called Ian Lawless's name today. He goes by hand inside. They tried to work a 1-2 that time, but he held onto the ball surely, then went to deliver it up towards centre-half forward. Off the hands. It bounces well for Ainsley. Slung to the ground, though, is Damien Bowles, who had the ball picked back up, and then, uh, well, the kick from out of bounds on the full. And uh, the free kick will go to Ash Harris. Tigers need Conroy into the game. I reckon that uh, kick he had before was the first time we've caught him this afternoon too. Harris now goes towards the half-forward line towards Hughes. Pushed on the ball there by Swan. Goes to the back of the pack. Speak of the devil. There's Conroy now. Oh, oh it's a dangerous kick. Cook nearly cuts it up. Picked up by Heaslip. He goes short. Another dangerous kick. Tigers playing with fire here. Good work there by Slater. Unfortunately, goes into the path of Ainsley. Handball. Costa Shirley. He goes short. Oh, the required distance. Picked up there by Lucas O'Neill, is it? No, no that was Mathis. Mathis in the 53. You're right, it's Mathis. And he goes short to Hughes. And Hughes has taken the mark about 40 metres out on a fairly acute angle. He'll go from about 45 metres here. Ainsley need a bit of a steadier. Tiger's just starting to get a, a bit more of a grip into this game over the last five minutes or so. Come but Hughes, this is what he's paid for. He's paid to kick goals. And you line him up from about 40, 45 metres out. Should just aim it for the left post and let the ball work itself. He has, but he hasn't taken enough of the left post. The ball goes out to the right-hand side of the uprights and through for a minor score. Hughes' first score of the afternoon. It is 25 minutes in to this first term here at Ainsley Oval. Ainsley 4-3-27. Queanbeyan Tigers 2 straight 12. Yeah, goal scorer so far, Crook and Tut with two apiece. And for Tigers, they're all singles, Quaid and Kavanagh. So, 27 plays 12 as the kick out is rebounded immediately by Ash Harris. Pack forms inside 50, punched away by the Tigers. Numbers at ground level is going definitely the uh, uh, tricolours way. Oh, beautiful tackle there, dispossessing Corey Baxter of the ball. At, they still have numbers there. And umpire has eventually picked out a free kick. It is going to go Ainsley's way, I think. No, it's going Queanbeyan Tigers' way. Well, that's good because they were making the running there in defending. Yeah, he got tackled and uh, incorrect disposal. Just fell off his hand and uh, was either a throw or, or holding the ball. So Queanbeyan Tigers will get the relieving free kick. Goes short. Mark's been taken there by Mackey. Still inside the defensive 50 for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Goes across the ground now. Edging closer to the Angie goal. This is uh, the Tigers working the ball around. This is Jolliffe, I think. 
takes a run. He's had a foul, oh, so it's a poor handball. Put Slater under pressure, but backs up nicely. Oh, another Shirley poor handball. Smothered it. Yeah, smothered by Shirley. Picked off there, Ainsley. They can do some damage here. Bowles, what's his kicking like? It goes long, long, not quite there. Touched on the line there by the Queanbeyan Tigers. And they got themselves in trouble, the Queanbeyan Tigers, just by edging themselves across the ground. Just got to play a bit more direct. If you are going to switch the play, you need to allow that player to run. Unfortunately, uh, he did run, but uh, the handball was poor. You can definitely hear in the um, in the effects, Mike, that they... Uh, the wind is quite strong here and although when I look at the trees I don't see it favouring one side or the other so it's, it's quite interesting that we are hearing so much from the effects mic outside Kick Harris was in the best position he keeps his feet as two Queanbeyan players go to ground he tries to work at a ground level he's run off the ball but Queanbeyan still with numbers through hands firstly from Bloomfield, then off to Walker. He tries, he goes backwards and gives it to Tui. Tui's kick, ineffective. It only goes as far as Stevens, who has been quiet. That's a tackle and a push in the back. You can raffle up one off and Kavanagh should kick a goal from there. Directly in front, 45 metres out the mark will be set at. Man back in the square by himself for a moment. That was Mackie, uh, sorry, that was May, who uh, got himself into the square all by himself, but you as you said before about the number five of Ainsley, Nisa, you pay your full forwards to kick goals and you'd be very worried if he started dishing off kicks that were uh, going to be kicked from 45 metres out. It's a mongrel kick, but it's through there. It was looked like it was spinning backwards in the air, Nisa. Oh, look, beautiful kick. Any kick that goes through the middle, Craig, is a beautiful kick. I've kicked some pretty attractive-looking points in my time and some yes. mongrel goals. I know which ones I'd prefer, but Titus have got himself back into this football game just with a bit of true grit. Um, if you look at the balance of play, you'd say Ainsley by uh, three or four goals here, but it's only ten points to difference, 4-4, four, four, 28 to three straight. I guess you look at that scoreboard, eight scoring shots to three, does tell a bit of a tale. Unfortunately for the Ainsley Tricolors, they haven't converted enough, only at 50%. So their poor kick is what's keeping Queenie in the game at the moment, and they've come back well the last five minutes. Now, Quay going into the rough this time, so they're trying something different up against Griffin of Ainsley. Ball comes back to the centre. This will be a good bounce. It's number 29. Bounce down in the centre now. It is a beautiful bounce. Quay gets a good tap on it. Rad stolen by Ainsley, but it's still in contest. And, oh, Holmes, well, I thought he was grabbed around the head there, so little lucky. No, he, 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 he was there. Yeah, I, I think he was going back for the free kick, the umpire. Hopefully it's 29, steps in. Must have been. It's another good tap. This time, Quaid wins it down, but it's sharked by Ainsley again. Pack falls over the ball, and that won't be coming out. And we'll have another bounce down just on the far side of the concentric circles. As Ainsley continue to lead here deep into time on. 25-minute mark, 4-4. Plays three straight. And now we've picked the free kick. That's the Mal Prentice. That's the Mal Prentice three-ball up rule. Interestingly enough, I cannot believe the day when I wouldn't see a footballer at least have a top from the centre of the field. Oh, they didn't take their free kick. That's disgusting. I, I guess he's obviously uh, knows he's a bitterly ahead of his ambition. So, look, uh, that's the first quarter gone, and uh, these aristocrat scoreboard reads Ainsley four four twenty eight to the Queensland Tigers, who hung in there three straight eighteen, but. Craig, we touched on it about uh, a couple of moments ago that the balance of play and the amount of football 
that ANSI have, they probably should be further in front. Yeah, they should be indeed. As uh, Crook has kicked two along with Ryan Tutt for the Tricolours, and it's Kavanagh with two, Quaid, the captain, with one for the Tigers. Uh, an interesting game. I, I think Shirley in centre has been quite strong. That's the uh, number 12 there. Also thought Dash Harris has been good coming off this half-back flank. And uh, Rowan Andrews has been dominant in the ruck. He's really been able to get that ball down at ground level to the point where I haven't liked the Tigers' structure in the centre bounce. They're conceding Andrews the tap, and that's meant when Quaid has gone up against Griffin or when Heaslip's gone up against uh, Andrews, and he's won the tap. He's had nothing to go at because all the Queemian players are staying in the back half of the centre circle. And that, to me, just sounds... Well, that is conceding that you're going to lose. But what's happened then is the other Ainsley on ballers are just picking up easy, easy uh, possessions. Now, fortunately for the Tigers, their defence is holding and they're, they're then getting at the ground level there to pull them down. But the game could really break open, like we saw in that first two or three minutes, when the ball was just completely down at that Ainsley end because they're getting the carryaways from the tap. I would like to see them play man-on-man in the centre if they do think they have to concede the ruck work because otherwise, you know, Andrews isn't just going to get up there and punch over the top of Heaslip and go and do, an and, uh, do a sandal hands and smack it just a centre-half forward. He's going to try and tap it down to their on-ballers and I, I just think the Tigers are giving away too much by being defensive at that centre bounce. Yeah, look, if they are going to play three in uh, at the defensive end of the square, they've just got to play a 2-1. They've got to have someone on the attacking area just to cover the, the Ainsley players if they do happen to get the ball. But you're right, Andrews is going to win 95% of the taps, and he will be able to direct it um, you know, 70% of the time. So Tigers need just to be competitive. I, I just made a few notes during that term, and Ainsley are, are better than Queanbeyan pretty much across the board in all, all facets of the game at the moment. And I guess the, uh, the the scoring shots reflect that. But the two things they're really better than Queen at the moment, uh, they're better at the contested possession. In a 50-50, they're definitely at the ball first. They seem to have more numbers. And front and centres, Queen are getting slaughtered in front and centres. They're not having anyone uh, on the ground buttering up for the crumbs. They seem to have two or three happy to climb for a mark and have none on the ground. And Ainsley just sitting back thinking, how good is this and other easy possessions. So the Tigers... I agree with you. They need to go one-on-one, but I think they need to do it across the, across the board. Because mm. right now they're getting be- beaten in most positions. The other thing is they're not keeping their feet, the Tigers, and uh, that's uh, another case where if you have two men flying, sometimes they're going to crash into each other and knock each other off, but we're seeing too often that we're having a, a contest. And I remember Slater was down here. He turned the ball over. He slipped over. Um, I... I won't, I won't burn another player because I can't really remember who it was. But they slipped over as well. And then you had, uh, you had a situation where the Ainsley player, who keeps his feet, has the ball, and he has time to make a decision. I think the decision work, the decisions being made coming off that back line, which was highlighted by, uh, and I think I burnt Slater in the call, and I could be wrong, it could have been Swan, because I know Swan got dragged straight after, but he didn't. You know, I am probably the worst forward pocket that ever played for ANU seconds. But the one thing I knew is you have to, in a situation where you're going to get slaughtered if you stop, and the ball's in front of you, you have to run at the ball, you bend down with one hand, 
and you back yourself that if you don't pick it up the first time, you're going to knock it in your direction. He, Swan, stopped, or Swan or Slater, but I'll say Swan. I think it was Slater. Okay, well, I'll say Slater then. He stopped, he stood over the ball, which then gave two defenders time to come and get him. And that's, in my book, inexcusable. You just have to keep paddling it forward. This is why I used to like wet weather football, Niso, because, you know, it brought brought everyone back to my skill level. <laughs> no, fair call, fair call. I think uh, the positive spin on it for the Queanbeyan Tigers is they haven't been great in this first quarter, yet they follow themselves like 10 points behind it. I reckon at the 12-minute mark of that term, it was four goals, two to, to Zippo. I reckon if you had a said to Rod O'Reilly, how about you guys be 10 points down, he would have taken that in a heartbeat. So the Tigers have got uh, plenty of improvement left in them for the remaining three quarters. It will be interesting to see whether the Tigers can improve on that first quarter. I think they've got to take a lot of heart out of that first term. They weren't great, yet they find themselves only 10 points behind. How much better can Ainsley be? If Ainsley can maintain that stand and start converting more, then the Tigers are in for a tough afternoon. But the Queanbeyan Tigers, I've seen them this year at their very, very best. They just need to get their hands on the footy, go long and direct to their forwards, and uh, obviously their conversion is quite good. They've got to maintain that um, for the remainder of the afternoon. Okay, then, as the two teams having their final instructions given to them, always love it when you see a sofa getting rolled out into uh, the uh, end of the ground. Always made it look good when you have a few guys on a sofa at a football game. And I'm just watching a sofa being deposited over in the uh, Queanbeyan... I'm just waiting for uh, the Ainsley, yeah, the Ainsley end of the ground. That looks fantastic there, the, uh, the couch being put out there for some fans to watch the football on. That's... Uh, you know, that's that's almost as good as watching it at home if you're doing it on your lounge here at Ainsley Oval. Beautiful day, perfect day for football. And although I've mentioned about uh, there seemed to be a breeze blowing across this uh, commentary box, it didn't look that bad out there at the ground. So really no excuse for Ainsley's wayward, although I would say that two were touched through. Um, and so that actually just brings the kicks offline down to two. But... Certainly, as you mentioned, Niso, their endeavour, Ainsley, Tricolours was good. Now, starting in the centre this quarter, for the Tricolours will be uh, Campbell, who I didn't call that quarter. Also out there is Ian Lawless, who finally got a hold of that ball late, but I'm sure he was in and under. And the Portland star, John Holmes, who uh, got done for being too long running too long in the first quarter with the ruck work to be done by Rowan Andrews. Uh, no surprise there that Danaher is going to the front of the concentric circles, although, as I say, he's just coming round now to pick up Sean Campbell. So it's got a bit more one-on-one in there. I will say in the, yep. seconds, in the seconds game, all the scoring was done at the Ainsley club room end. So mm-hmm. that's good news for the Queanbeyan Tigers, who go that way at the start of this second term. Tapped down by Andrews. Ainsley player is met by two Queanbeyan Tigers. Conroy's one of them. He's been held without the football. He slipped, gets it out to Danaher. Kick under pressure. Falls in the hands there of Matt Little. Picked up by Dickinson. Goes towards Kavanaugh on the lead. Should have two oh. pace for Gobrill. Drops the football. Picked up now by Ainsley. Ball comes out now to Mathis. the Ash Harris, is it? No, no it's Mathis. Uh, Mathis. Kicks the ball quickly around the corner. Should be bottled up here. No bad bounce to Jarts. Picked up now by Bowles, by hand to Mathis. Bounces going everywhere here, but the right way. Picked up now, bad handball from Mathis. Kick around the corner by Bowles, the half-forward line. Crook now 
in front of the Queanbeyan Tiger youngster in Jolliffe. Goes over the top of Jolliffe. Should get a free kick. Jolliffe not seen. Thought he should have got one from the back there because uh, Cook pretty much dived over him to get to the football. Not seen by umpire 29. And we'll have a ball up about 50 metres around from the Ainsley goal. Yeah, another good bounce that time. Tap down by Jarks. Danaher tries to break the tackle. Jolliffe hand pass. Goes straight down the throat of the Pawn Star. Who kicks it out of bounds on the ball. Holmes there getting a lot of this ball and uh, just hasn't been as uh, strong in his disposals as we have experienced him in the past when we've seen him in these QBNFM broadcast matches. QBNFM football brought to you by the Tigers Club, 20 Queen Bar Road. It's proud sponsors of QBNFM. Danaher goes short, deep in defence there for the Tigers. Dickinson takes a mark, kick just outside 50 now, goes towards Conroy, takes a mark, went to dish off to Cook, didn't. Cook still running though, the ball's in his vicinity, goes towards Quaid. Again, the ball sort of hits the turf and takes a wrong bounce if you're a Queanbeyan player. Picked up now, Anderson has got to be holding the ball on by. Had a fair weight to get rid of it. Oh, and given one to Little, Little's gone back at him. There's a blue between uh, Andrews and Little. I think, Matty Little, you need to understand that you're five foot nothing and he's about seven foot. Uh, pick your targets. Picked up now by uh, Dark Sarks for Queanbeyan Tigers. Goes towards Kavanagh. Again, front and centre is Ainsley, picked up there by Tut. Handball to the man of the moment here in Holmes. Big bad Johnny Holmes goes down off straight through the legs. Campbell of Campbell, picked up now by the Tigers. That is Kirkwood, goes across the ground, picked up now by Ormston. Ormston now goes to the half-forward line. Oh, Kavanaugh's by himself, overruns the footy, time to pick it up. Say, where's Matea? That's going to be a free kick to Ormston. Again, Ainsley player has jumped over the top of a queen player to get the footy. Goes towards the half-back line, and the mark is taken there by Mitch Danaher. Danaher over the top to Stevens, who's been quiet for mine. He delivers beautifully into Slater. That's not Slater. There's no tats on there. Yes, it is. I couldn't see the tats. Slater now, out, just outside 50. About a 45-degree angle. He's not going to go give it the ride. He's just going to go to the top of the square. It's at the square. Now, big mark over the top, and a great grab by the Tigers. The captain, standing tall, and Quaid will line up for goal. He uh, will be, what, the mark set 15 metres out, still on that 45-degree angle, but he'll bring the Tigers back to within four points. He was the only one actually went for the ball. He went for the ball. ball. The Nancy blokes were standing there looking at each other, and Quaid just said, well, I'll have a crack at this, and he's taken an uncontested mark. Um, in a pack of four Aussie players. Oh, he's right. Not a good kick. He's not happy with himself either. He's ruined the perfect score for the Queenie Tigers. Would have been a great start to the quarter for the Tigers. 3 1 19. Ainsley 4-4-28. And slowly and surely, Queenie and Tigers getting themselves back into the flow of the game. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Disappointing result from what should have been a very kickable kick. Holmes gets the kick in. He plays on immediately. This is going out of bounds. It bounces once. Slater just couldn't get there in time. And we'll have a throw-in to take place uh, 70 metres around from the Queanbeyan attacking goal. Queanbeyan going towards the uh, Ainsley Football Club end of the ground. Now, Dickinson, uh, no, that was Heaslip, taps it down, trying to get it to Dickinson. Mathers picks it up. Oh, the hand pass has been shocked by Slater. He pumps it inside 50. The great work by the defender, Gobriel, although he overruns it. Kavanagh taken without the ball. Gobriel back down at ground level. Kavanagh goes in and gets it. And eventually the Tigers player is, well, done for holding the ball. 
he didn't try to get rid of it was uh, who was that at the ground level? That was Brent Friend. Well, they've mucked it up here, Angie. They've gone for the handball. They've finally got themselves out of trouble. It was good work by the Queanbeyan Tigers. Goes towards the wing here for Angie. Ball bounces over Baxter's head. Picked up now by the Tigers. I think that might have been Kirkwood. Gets the ball now. Uh, tackled again, Tom Hollis. Hollis. Mm-hmm. Tigers trying hard. I think one thing the Tigers are falling into the trap of, when you look at a bloke like Gobriel and you look at a bloke like Kavanagh, Kavanagh's going to do him for pace. He's not going to be able to outbody Gobriel. So to sit the ball up in the air and allow Gobriel to body Kavanagh is not going to work. They need to put the ball out in front of James Kavanagh, let him use uh, part of his skill that's uh, an attribute, and that's his pace. And uh, they haven't been able to do that so far. Ball's in the hands of Conroy, out of wing here at Ainsley Oval. Picked up there. That might have been... Uh, Hayden looking for a free kick, didn't get it. Picked up now, Jarks goes over his head. Ainsley again had the front and centre in tuck, but the ball goes out of bounds about 80 metres around from the Ainsley goal. Tut was uh, pleading for a deliberate out of bounds there by Jarks, who, uh, well, kicked it in the direction he was running, not that that is an excuse. Baxter to do the ruck work this time with Heaslip. Heaslip gets the tap. Oh, beautifully sharked by Jarks. Jarks kicks down. And it's out of bounds on the full. And Ainsley will take the resulting free kick. Umpire is moving the mark back to forward of centre wing. The ball went was uh, going to be kicked in by Ainsley at uh, half-back. So... They gain some ground quickly there as the kick. It's going to land in front of Hughes. Good body work by the Tigers. The hand pass isn't so good. Ainsley will get it back. Hughes working at ground level. Hand pass into the running... Into uh, the running uh, Campbell. Campbell, though, dispossessed of it. Lucky the Tigers didn't give away an in-the-back free kick. Just going inside 50 that time. The pack forms. And we'll have a ball up to take place. 48 metres out from the Queenbeyan attacking goal. Queenbeyan attacking the Canberra City end of the ground. Or the civic end of the ground uh, would be the uh, correct term. As we make the seven-minute mark of the second term. Rucks go out again, hacked off the ground there by Ainsley. Should be a hanging on oh. free kick to uh, Jolliffe against Cook. Not seen by the umpire, the handball. Ainsley had the numbers here in their four. If he just dropped that, he's going to get a free kick for two high oh. palms. I reckon he just threw that out. And he's got the free kick. Oh, he thinks he's given it away too. He's not real sure. The umpires are pretty sure. And uh, I can tell you now, it is Holmes will be going back from about uh, 48 metres to have a shot for goal. 4-4-28, Ainsley. 3-1-19. We're about seven minutes in to this second term. Neither side have kicked a goal. Mm, and Ainsley haven't scored, no, importantly. They should write that here with Holmes. I'm not sure what he's like. His kicking hasn't been great today. We've seen one go out of bounds on the fall, but he's under a bit of pressure. But he's lining up pretty deliberately now. We'll kick from just inside the 50. Kicks on its way. Looks okay off the boot. Umpire doesn't really move. That's travelled about 10 yards behind. And that's a big kick by the captain there in Holmes. Gets his first and Ainsley's fifth. They move to 5-4. That is 34. Queenie Tigers, 3-1-19. Here on the Dairy Farmer scoreboard, it's uh, getting away again after the Tigers had dominated the opening part of this quarter. They really needed to turn that pressure into uh, a result on the scoreboard, which they have been unable to do. This is Tigers football here on QBNFM, also around the world on sportradio.com.au. 
So the umpire getting everything set. Dickinson to do the ruck work this time with Andrew. No, sorry, Heaslip and Andrew's going up. Andrews, or Heaslip got the tap. Dickinson does the roving. Great hand pass out to Swan. Swan pumps it up towards uh, Quaid, and Quaid takes the mark. He turns around quickly now, pumps it inside 50. Matt the front, a great mark taken that time by May. So May, great work overhead. He just didn't let the uh, Ainsley defender get close enough to him to be able to spoil. The only thing the Ainsley defender could have done was chop the arms, which would have been a free kick anyway, and he took a beautiful one-touch grab as he moves in now from 30 metres out. The kick on its way, and it is good. May kicks his first of the afternoon, and it brings the Tigers to 4-1. They trail Ainsley 5-4. Yeah, good response by the Tigers. They uh, got the ball out of the middle. It was really good work there by May. She played very, very tall there. I thought he uh, got himself under the football. It was going to be an easy spoil for the Ainsley defender. But May just plucked it out of the air. One grab, as you said, Craig, and uh, kicked truly. And the Queensland Tigers, they just won't go away. They're not playing great footy, but they're not going away without a fight here as the umpire number 40. How will this go? What's he doing? Ah, it's another shocker. Favours the Queanbeyan Tigers, he slipped. Uh, Andrews had no chance to get to the ball. Anyway, still just uh, backward of the uh, centre for Ainsley, and the umpire will be going in to attempt to ball up once again. I don't want to pick on him, Craig, but he's had a shocker with the uh, bouncing of the ball. He has, and Lawless tried to ruck that one from outside the concentric circles with... Uh, uh, with he slipped that time. Ball comes out the back now. Queenbian through Kirkwood, looking to set it up. He ran backwards for a while, then his kick was ineffective. But great tackle has turned the ball over. But Ainsley at ground level. Shirley gets the hands up now to Mathis. Mathis kicks up towards the right half-forward flank. Playing on immediately. The ball goes to full forward. It carries and bounces through for a behind. As... Uh, well, the kick that time, I think it was from um, Bowles. Yeah, I think you're right. It was a great grab. It's his second behind of the afternoon, but he kicked up from 60 metres. So he was going for the men at the top of the square that time, Nisa. Hughes has got the ball for Ainsley. I'm not quite sure what happened because we uh, can't quite see because of the position of the commentary box. But the mark is now taken by Jesse Griffin for the Ainsley tricolours about... 35 metres out he'll kick from. Fairly acute angle. New player to the club, I think. I've never heard of this fella, so it'll be interesting to see what he's like as a kick for goal. He's a decisable lad. Well, he's Hilton at Ruckman, so you want to have a little bit of height. I assume he's not a very good kick, though, but that one's on its way. It's not going to move around, and it uh, just shaves the, in, the outside of the right goalpost. And Ainsley move further in front. They are five goals, six... Still kicking poorly, 36. Queanbeyan Tigers, 4-1-25. We're a tick over 12 minutes in to this second term. Tigers play in Jolliffe to reset from the kick-in. Goes short. Peaceslip provides the option. Goes short again. Got some work to do that the Queanbeyan Tigers punched away there by Ainsley in Michael Lawless. Good defensive work by him. The ball is about 50 metres around. From the Ainsley goal, Tigers need to get the ball out of here in a hurry. Throwing 
takes place now. Andrews gets the tap. Oh, lays it down beautifully. Kick in towards the hot spot. Leading out from goals now is Griffin. Hand pass over the top. Double pump that time into the hands of Argyle. Argyle, though, kicks it out of bounds on the full and doesn't make the best use of it there. So it's uh, Queenbian kicking across goals here, making the switch. What do you think of these backline switches there, Niso? Oh, look, if the player's free, it's fine, but it's, uh, it's a bit nervy because the second kick now is, is the problem one, and Jollis got that. He, he hasn't done it very well. It goes to an Ainge. He played a brilliant pick up there. Oh, by Lawless. Yeah, dispossessed so in the tackle, so that's a free kick and play on for Queenian. Oh, out to Dickinson. Oh, I think he heard the, uh, the cavalry coming, dropped the mark that he probably would have normally taken. Picked up now by the Ainge. I think Dickinson had to be harder at the football then. Comes out now to Matt Little, who walks the ball over the line and will have a throw-in. About 60 metres around from the Ainsley goal, I just think Dickinson heard something coming and uh, was waiting for the hit. It didn't come. He dropped the football. Peace slip over the back. Picked up by Matt Little. Gets the ball out to Dickinson. That's better. Gives the ball oh. to Swan. To Cook. Good running football ball to Tigers. Overs now. Oh. The bounce. Running towards the 50 of the Queen Tigers. How's his kick? It's not bad. It goes straight to Mitchie May. I don't quite know if that's what he intended, but it went Game to Mitch May. He ran about, I don't know, 75 metres for one bounce there, Niso. He almost ran the length of the square for one bounce. We saw John Holmes get pinged for going too far there before. I think he was very lucky. May, can he make them pay? It goes to the near side and through for a behind. So May, with one goal one today, moves the Tigers along to 26. It's 4-2, 26. They bring it back to that 10-point margin, which we saw at quarter time. That's 5-6-36. Ainsley at the 15-minute mark of the second term. As you bring the ball back in, goes to their big ruckman in Griffin. Punched away from behind by the Tigers. Again, Ainsley have all the players on the ground waiting for the crumbs. That's a definite uh, spot the Tigers need to improve on. Oh, kicked in right? Yeah, fell after disposal. Picked up there by Hughes. Goes short. Mark's been taken there by Baxter, and he will have a shot for goal from about 35 metres out. Tigers getting slaughtered in the front and centres here at Ainsley Oval. They're not having any crummers at contest, and that'll be a massive concern to the coaching staff. Baxter lines up. Oh, it's a terrible kick. They're leading, uh, they're leading the Tigers off the hook here, and they... Uh, They've missed some. They've had about three out of bounds on the four. They've kicked six behinds. It nearly could be shut the gate here at Ainsley, but Tigers still hanging tough. 5 6 36 to the Queanbeyan Tigers. 4 2 26 as Jolliff will bring the ball in for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Oh, Jolliff, he went to himself here and played on quickly. Found Slater straight up the ground, 35 metres away from the defensive goal. As well, Slater's going to be told to play on here. He goes to Stevens, who, as I mentioned earlier, He's having a quiet game. I don't know what Conroy wants to do, get the ball in the back pocket on the boundary. They've got to go forward, the Tigers. And the ball at the ground level, Liddell, his hand pass, had made a job for Slater, who copped the ball up, tuck, hand pass, um, fake goes to Mathis there as it's cleared forward inside 50, and Crook does a good job of uh, blocking up. Joffe, who's saying, wow, was that not a shepherd off the ball, as Baxter, well, he's given up, he's tried to check side it, and he's kicked it out of bounds That's at, the at the other point place, the far side point place, it was never looking like, I saw Chris Pepper once, 
do that sort of thing inside the goal square and miss the lot. But uh, I don't expect to see that in North East Football, Australian Football League action. Back yourself, fella. Go back, have a deliberate shot and do a drop punt. We're not going to see... Yeah, we're not going to see many goals by Kavanagh if he's playing, taking marks off the half-back flank. But they transfer it now quickly. Olmston brings it to ground. Someone was sat on there, but no free kick. Eventually it gets back to Olmston, who has it stripped over the top now into an open goal. The kick is on its way. And interference got to be yes. or free kick to Quaid, the Ainsley defender just didn't have his eyes on the ball. Who put that kick down there? It was a great that kick. Was Slater. That was Slater. Well, Slater's done some things wrong, and I've been first to point him out, but that was beautiful. Slater kept himself in the uh, contest and uh, put that long kick. Good, good move too. He just kicked long. He was kicking for goal, and Quaid was good enough to get back into the square to make the most of it there. And, uh, well, it's uh, really tightened up here at Ainsley Oval as we get to the 18-minute mark. It's Ainsley, 5-6-36, to uh, the Queanbeyan Tigers, 5-2-32. Tigers have kicked five of the last six goals. Umpire 40 is about to... Uh, How much on will have a throw-up straight after? Oh, no, yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh! Uh, that's that's another shocker. You've got some work to do at training uh, during the week, young lad. You have had a Barry Crocker with these. Just throw them up, champ. Let the game go on. Heathcliff is in ruck for the Queanbeyan Tigers. He's up there against uh, Griffin. Oh, square violation. It's going against Ainsley. So the run of the green has turned around here. Tigers immediately playing on. Conroy kicks up towards the uh, big man in Kavanagh. He's still 60 metres from home. He turns. He goes long and uh, May got away from his defender but couldn't get to the fall of the ball. Quaid with a good tackle as numbers get back there as uh, good work. Work out from the back line was Ash Harris of Ainsley who was under plenty of pressure there as they made that switch on the back line. But somehow... Ainsley managed to get numbers back there and uh, were able to get um, the ball safely out. Well, only as far as the half-forward line. Yeah, it comes back in. Queanbeyan Tigers, Brooker. He's set upon by Ainsley. Ball's about 40 metres around from the Queanbeyan Tigers' goal. Another goal here will amazingly put them in front. They're 36, Ainsley and Queanbeyan are 32. Queanbeyan Tigers just won't give up without a fight here. This is the sort of stuff we like to see from our club. Might have had the best first half, but they just keep chipping away. And if they chip away long enough, the tide will turn. I mentioned about 10 minutes ago it's starting to turn, and we're seeing that on the scoreboard now. Ainsley's sort of stopped to a walk. Kick comes out. Argyll, not a good bounce for him. He's going to be beset upon straight away. That can't be holding the ball umpire, and it's not. And he'll come in and throw it up, hopefully. And we'll continue this great contest here at Ainsley Oval. Tigers are 5-2, Ainsley 5-6. It's into time on now as a big punch clears the ball away. Bouncing ball didn't really favour Highfield. He gets the kick out towards the far side wing and a mark has been taken there. Kick long, inside 50 now. Looking to go for Hughes. Punch from behind, well by the Tigers. Oh, Hughes is going to butter up and get it. No, he got stripped. Campbell, hand pass, working hard, trying to get it back to Highfield now that we're starting that play. Ball on dispute. Eventually it gets up to Clinton Mathis. Oh, no, it can't be Mathis. He's just run back on the ground, and we've got a free kick going to Ainsley. The Ainsley players saying, uh, how about the play on that? kick came from Lucas O'Neill, the 51, and O'Neill 
who'll kick from 50 metres out, 45 degree angle, Crook and Hughes both giving him leads, but he thought, well, it's a good job up in the forward line, I might just have to use these red boots and get myself a goal. Kicks on its way, a bit of a helicopter, and it's offline and through for a behind, off to the left, and it's 5-7-37 to 5-2-32 here in time on. Second quarter action brought to you by the Tigers Club. QBNFM football. Joloff will bring the ball back in for the Tigers. He's done most of the kick-ins. It used to be Conroy, so Joloff's... Uh, that should be a free oh. kick. The ball wasn't within five metres there, umpire. Quake's got a free kick. Should have got a free kick for being outbodied within outside of five metres. Picked up by Ormston. Goes by hand to Quaid. Having tried to pick up the handle again, Ainsley had more numbers at the contest. Around the corner, and Andrews. I don't know how he can be seven foot tall and not have a man on him in the forward line, but he was free, and he's taken the mark about 40 metres out from goal, and he will kick from about 45. Directly in front, deep into time on here, it is Ainsley 5-7-37. Queanbeyan Tigers 5-2-32. We've already seen one Ruckman have a shot for goal that was poor. Let's see how Andrews goes. I'm back Andrews from here, Nisa. He's kicked it high in the air. The umpire hasn't moved. You're right. Good call, Craig. That's a goal to Andrews. He's been very damaging for most of the afternoon. And he kicks his first goal. And Ainsley gets some breathing space. They are six goals, seven. That'll be 43 to the Queanbeyan Tigers. 5-2-32. Yes, an interesting passage of play there as Queanbeyan just not getting numbers to the ball. We're seeing... Ainsley continuing to run. We saw it in their back five line. Five in the square here. Uh, that's just. That's I, no thought they had to be, I thought they had to be out before the ball got into the square. So the umpire has to be in place. But that is. Oh, okay. uh, it used to be when the ball came into the square. Poor communication mm. there by the Tigers. Five in the square. Luckily, the umpire sort of doors. Danaher, yeah. Danaher sort of made a high road for the wing. Ball adds, again, Ainsley getting the best of the clearance. As the ball, oh, great tackling by the Tigers. Now it's Lawless, that's Michael. Goes out by hand, giving it off that time to Tui. He's been quiet in this quarter, but then you could say a lot about the uh, Ainsley side being quiet in general this quarter as well. As uh, free kick down the back. It's going to be switched out now. Kane Stevens. he's got an opportunity to go by hand over the top. I can't understand why he wasted so much time. Conroy had some space. Now he shanks the kick. Dickinson, well, he picked that up off his bootstraps to claim that mark. Dickinson goes short again. Danaher. Danaher will take off here. Holmes is running him down, but his kick is good. And another strong mark taken. At hard left half forward flank by Kavanagh. Who spots up Slater at the 50. And Slater now is going to try and chip this in. Running towards the ball. And a great mark has been taken that time by Truen. Really good use of the footy there by the Queanbeyan Tigers. And uh, we saw it just then. The kick coming from Mitchie Danaher to a fast-leading Kavanaugh. The ball was out in front of him, and Goggle's got no chance of getting near James Kavanaugh for the pace, and good ball movement by the Queanbeyan Tigers results in Fruin having a shot for goal. About 25 metres out, very acute angle, aim at the left goal post, let the breeze through the rest, and he's done that. Queanbeyan Tigers just won't go away here at Ainsley Oval, and Brett Fruin has his first of the afternoon. The Queanbeyan Tigers have their sixth. It is Ainsley, six goals, seven, 43, Queanbeyan Tigers, 6-2-38 here at Ainsley Oval. And uh, I hope you're listening, Mr. Fowley, because uh, 
The Tigers are doing their bit to make your afternoon a lot more pleasurable in hospital. Overs and Danaher just switching off the ball here now as uh, the... Well, number 40. What odds are you going to give me, Niso, that we don't have a throw up? Look, he hasn't got one right all afternoon. He's got to get one right. No, he's going to throw it up. Well done, young fella. Take the courage to throw it up. You know you've had a bad day. You put it straight away. Crook, he hasn't tried to get rid of that umpire. He was oh, yes, dinged him. You cannot just have the ball held to you. If you've taken possession of it, you've got to try and get rid of it. Conroy now pumps it to centre-half forward. And Ainsley getting back there. Chop it off. Good work from the goal scorer. Tries to centre it up, but there's no one there for the Tigers. And they will work it out with numbers as it's cleared by Harris. Kick out far side of the wing. Chop over the shoulder, goes back inside now, Crook's got it, one hand to Tui, Tui from outside 50, lines up towards goal, and uh, crashing into the goalpost was uh, Jolofi, and Jolofi sees it through for a behind, 6-8-44, Ainsley to the Tigers, 6 2.38. Hollis gets the ball to the uh, grandstand half-back line. Kane Stevens. Oh, he didn't take possession of it. And it's been rebounded as Campbell kicks it into the Pond Stars' hands. And John Holmes, well, he'll line up for this one and I wouldn't mind backing him here. I'm going to say he's going to push it out to the right. Okay. As Holmes, right footer. Just decides to do up his shoelaces here. He's outside 50. He's on the Michael Holding run-up is John Holmes. Everything's long about Holmes, isn't it? He's got lots of up to. Yes, as Niso takes to the bugs in the commentary box. Holmes! That is a good one. It's not long enough, though. And the only tall back down there was Roy Jarks. So Jarks now, short kick. He's putting Conroy under pressure, but he does well enough to take that mark. Although it's only 15 metres out from goal. Kick on its way. They're playing to the dead pocket in front of the uh, in front of the Ainsley bench, and the ball is smothered over the boundary line. And we'll have a throw to take place 60 metres around from the Ainsley attacking goal. Little comes straight in on the ball now. As the tap, the punch was good. It went as far as Kirkwood. Oh, Campbell sort of ducked in. Quick hand pass. Goes from Griffin. Gives it off to Mathis. Mathis shot at goal is off to the right. They're peppering the goals, Ainsley, here in dead time. And it is 6-0 to the Tigers. 6-2-38. And once again, we've seen a situation here, Nisa, where the Tigers are letting, Queen, uh, letting Ainsley get too many shots on goal and what are we now? 15 shots on goal to eight. And yeah, that's the only reason they're in this game. They're just better at the contested possession at the moment, Ainsley. They, they get a lot of numbers at the football. And Queenie Tigers need to hang tough here just till half time. Just slow the tempo down now. Don't need any rush here. Ball's in the hands of Brooker. He goes to the fast run of Matt Little. Outer side wing here at Ainsley. Goes inboard to Jolliffe. Takes the mark. Just slowing the tempo down here, the Tigers. That's what they need to do. They go in seven points down. They'll be pretty happy with that. Tim Cook takes the mark. Oh, There's nothing slow about Cook. Plays on. Got Mackey in trouble. Good enough to get out of it. He's been good Mackey today on Hughes. Goes out towards fast lead of Quaid. Just on the 50 metre arc here, the Queanbeyan Tigers. They can snag one here to be handy. I think time might beat them. Ainsley picked up the ball now. Long to the wing. Player there. Big lead. That's oh, a free kick. That is a free kick. Mark, surely, if you leave that high. 
Anyway, picked up the back there by Jollop. Campbell oh. stolen beautifully there by Bowles. He's a player that should have given the free kick away. Goes in board. Hughes outmaneuvers the Tiger player. Ball comes to ground. Picked up now. Quick hands by the ANZ player. Picked up now by Ozzie Griffin. The goes. Up with Andrews. Uh, Andrews got and back to Holmes. As the siren goes to end, a pretty entertaining first half. It is the Ainsley Tricolours. They lead here, six goals, nine, 45. Queanbeyan Tigers are six goals, two. And Craig, you'd have to say the Tigers aren't playing at their best, but they just keep hanging in there. And if they keep doing it, eventually the tide will turn. And it wouldn't surprise me um, if this game goes down to the wire. You can't really say the Tigers are hanging in there, though. Ainsley aren't putting the uh, foot on the throat and ending them because of their wayward kicking. This is 6-9 to 6-2. It's been, well, it's just been poor finishing on the count of Ainsley where we've seen Griffin, he had a shot at goal which uh, was a tight angle and that's acceptable. You can miss a goal there. But then he decided to go with a check side across the goal and he didn't even hit you know, he didn't even hit any score on both those occasions within a few minutes. So on top of about five out of bounds on the full, you've got uh, this 15 scoring shots to eight situation, which they've just not been, uh, well, they've not been really good at the contest. Looking at the goal scorers, Marcus Crook with two, along with Ryan Tutt, then singles to the Porn Star Homes, Rowan Andrews, and uh, that is the uh, six goals for the Ainsley Tricolours. Quaid with two, Kavanagh with two, Fruin and Mitch May with one apiece, the goal scorers for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Recapping in the Rezies, it was down to the last few minutes, but Ainsley getting up 12-9 to 10-8. That was, uh, there was a lot of pressure by the Queanbeyan Tigers in the last five minutes of that game. They looked like they were going to lose by one point, and in the end, they, the rebound of Ainsley in that last minute got them home by, was it 13 in the end? And uh, in the under-18s, Ainsley getting up with a 7-13, 5-11 win over the Tigers in the other games. Your notebook was running hot there at times, Niso. Oh, look, the only notes I've really made, uh, just the fact that I think Queenie getting beaten front and centre, they're getting beaten at the contested possession, and they're outnumbered at the contest. Yet they find themselves seven points behind. So uh, all is still looking pretty good. If they can just get those little parts of their game right, I'm sure that I'm not the only one who saw that. I'm sure the uh, the box next door has seen it too, and they'll be instructed to uh, be better at those three uh, facets of the game. If they can do that and uh, just maintain... Their endeavour's been pretty good. You can't complain about their endeavour. They're set up on the centre bounce in the second quarter was far better but in late in that second quarter they didn't go one on one in the square I don't know whether there was a call gone out from the box to try and change their centre square tactics well, they tried five on four at one stage well that's <laughs> true too but um, I, I thought in the first 15 minutes of that quarter their centre square setup was perfect they were getting some ball movement forward and you remember that one goal that just came straight out of the centre from clean hands. Now, both teams have been very good. If they've lost, uh, if they've lost the first touch on the ball, they've been very quick to drag and scrap and scrub that player down to the ground and to stop play. And consequently, we've seen multiple ball ups 
in and around the concentric circles after a restart. That's been good, but late in that quarter, it was really numbers at the football which were making a big difference. And I remember making a call when Ainsley were in defence. They had three-on-ones in defence where they were able to run that ball out. Then we saw it turn around, and they had multiple times when they had numbers in the forward line free. And I think what we saw is late in that second quarter... They were able to run harder for that longer period, which then started to create free players, which were allowing them to look like they were doing it easier than what it really was, because Queanbeyan were taking it to them, but numbers wins every time. Yeah, look, it all sets it up for a pretty interesting second half, and uh, as I said, Craig, I think this one will go down to the wire. It's a bit of an arm wrestle at the moment, and uh, while Ainsley appeared to be on top on, uh, on actual play, they're not putting that possession on the scoreboard, and that'll always give the Queanbeyan Tigers a bit of heart, and uh, hopefully they can come out, just fix up a couple of those areas that we discussed uh, during this break, and uh, we'll see a much better uh, Queanbeyan Tigers performance. We'll take a break here on QBN FM Football, brought to you by your Tigers Club, 20 Queen Bar Road in Carabar. Of course, get back to the Tigers Club tonight, it'll be a great night back there, you get up to the Terrace Bistro for some great meals, and uh, well... You know, you can always get something of the refreshing variety there. Liquid amber, in fact. And, of course, you can always enjoy that great club atmosphere. The Tigers Club, proud sponsors of QBN FM. We'll take a break here from Ainsley Oval and then return in about ten minutes' time with all the second half action. Dolwadendu, all our uh, friends up there at Crawford Street in the Macedonian Club. We hope you're having a great day listening to QBN FM football here, brought to you by your Tigers Club. And, uh, well, what a game we're seeing here so far in this fifth round of the North Eastern Football League. It has been an interesting game, to say the least. And uh, hopefully the Tigers, well, can turn around this deficit, a seven-point deficit at the long break. Ainsley leading 6-9-45 to uh, Queanbeyan 6-2-38. Well, Niso just taking a break here, so I'll recap the goal scorers for Ainsley. Two for Crook, then it's two for Tut, one apiece for Holmes and Andrews. Queanbeyan Tigers, two for Quaid, two for Kavanagh. Fruin and May with singles. Late inclusion into the side for the Tigers was Brett Ormston. For Ainsley, they brought Lachlan Highfield in very late to the side. Nick Payne, the Ainsley uh, gun, not out there on the uh, ground for the Tricolours and that perhaps is causing them some consternation. But they have a seven-point advantage at the moment. And it is a, uh, well, a, a game where it could be broken apart by some good centre clearances. We've seen Andrews dominating the ruck so far for the tricolours, but the Tigers at ground level have been scrapping hard and have been doing their best to try and bring that advantage that uh, Ainsley had to Bay. This quarter, the King, the uh, Tricolours will be kicking towards their own club end. Queanbeyan will be kicking towards the Civic, or I guess we could call it the Queanbeyan end of the round. This is Queanbeyan FM Football, brought to you by your Tigers Club at 
20, Queen Bar Road, your Tigers Club, proud sponsors of QBN FM, and we thank them for their support. We might also have an opportunity to uh, also see as uh, Niso is making his way back into the commentary position. But uh, games coming up, if I take my foot off your microphone cable there, Niso, games coming up in the North Eastern Football League. Um, I'm looking for a siege on the schedule and I don't have it handy. I was hoping you've got it there. I reckon I might be able to help you out there, Craig. Just grab my footy record now. It looks like uh, next week. Next game for broadcast. Uh, Next game for us will be Queanbeyan v Belconnen at Derry Farmers Park. And if round one and two is anything to go by for Belconnen, they will be uh, at uh, Derry Farmers Park. Remember in round one, the Queanbeyan Tigers won by about... 126 points. Percentage is fantastic for the Tigers at the moment, considering you've got the Swans on 356%, the uh, GWS Giants, Greater Western Sydney, on 151, and the Tigers coming into this game on 133.91%. So uh, they'd be using that one as a percentage booster if they can get over the top of Ainsley here today. Ainsley have had one bye and have had one loss so far in the Eastern Conference of the North East Football League. Now, Niso, you're downstairs. What was the feel of, uh, I know you're talking to former coach Merv Armstrong? Yeah, had a bit of a chat to, to Merv. I guess he's pretty um, pretty well in agreement with what we said. We, um, the Tigers just hang in there. Ainsley have definitely kept the Tigers in the game. Uh, he agrees that we just need to be a bit better at the uh, contested possessions and uh, our front and centres. But uh, as, as we've said all through that first half, Tigers just keep hanging in there and if they keep persisting long enough, the tide will turn. And it looks like the wind is actually... Uh, I, I was down there having a, a definite check on the wind conditions going down towards the, uh, the Ainsley uh, scoreboard end. So that, again, is going to favour the Queanbeyan Tigers who will be kicking that direction as the uh, umpire balls it up. He slipped in ruck, but Ainsley get the ball straight out of the middle through Holmes. I think he's been one of the best players for Ainsley. Remembering we will be having a Muir medalist after today. We were talking about that too, myself and uh, Mr Armstrong. So the ball is deep into the uh, Ainsley forward line. Handball there by Jarks to Hollis. Hollis goes down the line towards Stevens. Got to try and turn his player inside out. Can't do so. Strong mark by the Ainsley player there in tow. He goes short to the lead of, that might well be touched pretty quiet since that opening burst in the first quarter. Cook now gets in trouble, out of trouble. Handballs to Stevens. They're going nowhere fast. The Queanbeyan Tigers go backwards by hand. Kick around the corner there by the Queanbeyan Tiger player in Kirkwood and the mark's been taken by Lawless. Good punch there. The spoil goes to ground, but Ainsley have numbers at the ball. Hand pass off to the big Griffin, who bombs it towards goal. It looks good. It's there, and Ainsley get the first of the third term. They move now to 7-9-51. It's uh, Queanbeyan 6-2-38 here in Tigers football on QBNFM. Yeah, definitely the start that Ainsley wanted to get that first goal. They really have... Um, peppered the goals all afternoon. I'm quite sure Chris Walk would have said, guys, we just need to start converting our opportunities. We're keeping this Queanbeyan Tiger side in the game. They've got the first of the third quarter, and they move to 7-9. That is 51 to the Queanbeyan Tigers. 6-2, 38. Ball back in the middle, and uh, be interested to see 
and we go with this bounce. This is 27, so we should be fine. Watch out for 40, is what we've been saying. Griffin to do the ruck, the goal scorer up against Heathcliff. Griffin gets the touch, goes to home, who's for, homes for mine, best on ground. He'd be at short odds, the only thing short about his game today. As uh, stacks on the mill, and next to the concentric circles, we'll have a, another ball up. Who did you have for Bob at half time? I look at a couple of players there. Um, obviously, uh, Holmes is one. I thought Andrews have been fairly dominant. And for the Queanbeyan Tigers, probably um, Ryan Quaid's done pretty well, but outside of that, it's really tough to find uh, clear winners for the Tigers. The ball gets into their forward line through. Dickinson, not a good kick. Oh, it's three on one. Kevin here, Arne gave up here. Raffle that one. Ball's in the hands of Harris. Gets it by hand. Short kick to Crook. Did it go the required 15? Umpire says so. And Crook takes the mark. Half-back line for the Ainsley Tri-Colours. Looks in board. A whistle's blown. Not sure what that's for. Players stop, picked up by Holmes, gets it to Harris on the burst, goes to the half-forward line. Hughes, Mackey, Hughes, first time he's been able to get under, get under the skin of Mackey, takes a mark, and oh. giving away a, a pretty soft 50, I would say. Well, I guess if the uh, letter of the law is once you take the mark, you cannot uh, retard the player, and Mackey did grab him after the mark was taken. It did look like Hughes was going to wheel around on the right boot, but he is now in the goal square, I think Mackey's done a pretty good job on Hughes so far this afternoon, and this will be uh, one of Hughes's very few possessions. Comes in and kicks his first goal of the afternoon, and the Tricolours get the first two of the third term. It is the Queanbeyan Tigers. They are six goals, 2.38. Ainsley, 8.9.57. They're getting away here early with two quick goals to start off this third term. And it's exactly the start that the Tigers could ill afford. And I think there was some retarding going on there, but I don't know that it was necessarily Mackey's that was the biggest problem in that passage of play. It will be Heaslip and Griffin to do the ruck work once again as the runners just come back from Ainsley, who will be saying, keep up this intensity. The runners from Queanbeyan heading out there now saying, you've got to tighten up and go man on man. And I'll say he'll be giving Mackie a spray as well for giving away the 50. Holmes through the centre, just keeps the ball going forward. Gets it to Griffin, who kicks up towards centre-half forward. And I'll tell you what, Baxter has had a reasonably strong game today. He didn't take the mark on this occasion. It's gone to Camilla, Camilla Parker-Bowles there. Who, uh, well, and Bowles will line up, Damien. Getting smashed in the centre so far in this third quarter. The Tigers easily have had the first three clearances. Need to tighten up there. As Bowles moves in now. Kicks on its way. Oh, it's a nice looking kick off the boot. Mark is... No, it's through for a behind. And this is what you were talking about in the first half here, Niso. It was a beautiful looking behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful looking kick I'd rather have behind. a mongrel goal any day of the week. Ball's in the hands of Jarks. Only about 20 minutes out from the Ainsley goal, dominating the start of this third term. Jarks now kicks off one step, goes down to the half-back line. Who's there for the Tigers? Punched down by Swan. But again, shark there by Ainsley. Shirley goes to ground, wrapped up by the Tigers. They're killing the Tigers in the uh, in and unders here, Ainsley. Ball goes towards the goal square. Mark or free kick should be given to the Queanbeyan Tigers. It is. And Slater will take the leaving possession for the Tigers. He's got nothing to kick to, though, as he looks down the ground. Ainsley doing a good job, putting some frontal pressure in. And on the second grab, a great mark has been taken by Danaher, who goes over the top by hand. 
Roy Jarks now takes off down the ground, has a bounce, hand pass short to Swan. He goes backwards, kick around the body that time. Jarks has run through, hand pass over the top to Stevens. They've worked at the centre wing, over the top now, looking for Quaid. But Queen, uh, Ainsley having numbers there. Kavanagh, well, just got cannoned into that time and put him into Walker. Ball still into the pursuit. Beautiful pick up that time by Queenbian. Overs with a one-hand pick up. His kick was pressured and it went straight down the throat of Crook, who's playing down back here in this third term. Yeah, back in his normal position of half-back flank Crook. Ball goes out towards Tui. Has support there in Holmes. Holmes now on the right boot. Goes short. It could be Shirley there at half-back line. Goes across the ground to Crook. Crook takes the mark back out of the centre square. Goes across the ground now to Michael Lawless. Takes the mark in front of Swan. Grandstand wing goes to the half-forward line. Should be gobbled up here by the Ainsley player in Bowles. He's been reasonably impressive here. Has Bowles just outside 50. Long. It's a long kick in the goal square. It's carried. And that's another goal to Ainsley. They're on fire at the start of his third term. And Bowles has his first. And Ainsley have their ninth. It is nine goals, ten, sixty-four. Starting to creep away here from the Tigers. Six goals, two, thirty-eight. Nine minutes in, seven minutes into this uh, third term. Yeah, they've had all the inside fifties in this quarter, Ainsley, and they are not wayward with their kicks. Camilla Parker Bowles gets his first, and uh, well, gee whiz, the Tigers. They're the boy with a barrow now, all in front of them. Tapped away. This time it'll be sharked by Kane Stevens. Stevens looks around, kicks towards half forward. Quaid leading for him, but it's a little bit too far in front of Quaid, who does well to see it over the boundary line, right in front of the Ainsley dugout, and we'll have a throw in to take place 70 metres around from the Queenbian attacking goal, Queenbian attacking the civic end of the ground. Yeah, they need one here, Craig, just to stem the flow here. It's a bit of a hemorrhage here at uh, Ainsley Oval here in his third quarter. Heaslip doesn't get the tap. Tap down by Griffin. Picked up now. Mathis goes to the handball to Lawless, but it's uh, too wide and goes out of bounds. We'll have take two near the Ainsley dugout. Yeah, got about four and five metres that time as the throw-in to take place. Heaslip in behind. He went over the shoulder of Griffin there. Griffin at ground level locks it in as Dickinson comes over the top and the umpire says, well, we won't bother with a throw in this time. We'll have a ball up. And the ball up to take place still in the Queenie attacking half in front of the grandstand here at Ainsley Oval. From behind, Heaslip just put his fist into the back of Griffin's head there. Not good ruck work by Queenie at the moment as Slater puts the body on the line. Working at ground level, Tut tries to get a hand pass away. The ball eventually rushed over the boundary line as Tut's bundle over the line in front of that Ainsley dugout once again and a throw in to take place as Dickinson comes off onto the ground is Hollis. Quaid in ruck now, punched down for Ainsley there by oh. Griffin. Pressure there is enormous out there. The ball has travelled about 10 metres in the last five minutes. He's free kick free kick there. Yeah, a double teaming on uh, Lawless. Hanging on. So, yep. uh, interesting. They dragged him to the ground after he had disposed of the ball. They carried on with the tackle. Uh, fair enough. Lawless here, half-back line for Ainsley. Kicks it over to the grandstand wing. In position there is Mackey, doesn't take the mark, comes to ground to Swan. Handball to Ormston, Ormston to Stevens. Starting to see a bit more of the football here in this third term. Goes back to Mackey. Bit of time to think. Sees up his option and that option is Quaid. Quaid now 
He's got... Yep. Oh, came off the chest to Dickinson that time. Bounced up into the hands of Holmes. And Holmes' hands for sure. His kick is just as good as it goes to... Uh, goes out that time to Hindfield. By hand to Tut. Tut goes inside. Bowles lines up again. He sprayed it to the right, but it's the big ruckman in Andrews who was down there resting in the forward line. He does the work at ground level. Snap over his shoulder. He's through for a behind. He's done well for a big man there. Worked well at ground level. And Ainsley just showing once again they're transferring the ball up the ground confidently and quickly. They're not getting bogged down at all. They're just moving it forward with long kicks, Niso. Long kicks into the wind. Tails are up here for Angie. Tigers need to just uh, stem this a little bit. Quaid, nice. probably been queen, but it's got to oh. be a mark umpire. How is that not a grab? Deary me. Picked up now by Ainsley. Everything's going their way at the moment, but they're first in the footy. Campbell. Campbell. Picked up there by... It well. was Griffin around the corner to the top of the square. Drop mark there by Ainsley. Campbell for the Queenman Tigers. Jarks to Jolliffe. Goes short. Overs. Goes with the one hand. Recovers. Crooks there as well for Ainsley. There also is Argyle. Numbers there with Ainsley. That's the way they've been most of the afternoon. Crook. Just on the fifth of the house. Got on the ball umpire. And it's paid. Should be allowed to play on the advantage. Slater goes towards Kavanagh. Out in front of Walker. Takes the mark. Hey, he's got a lead now. Kavanagh tries to switch play to Quaid. Quaid. Can he take it and go? He can. The Ainsley player went to ground. Cardinal sin. Quaid into the forward line. No one's really there for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Easy mark taken there by Tui. Yeah, Tui getting back. And again, you see Ainsley's going to have numbers at the fall of the ball every time as the switch wide in front of the uh, grandstand goes to Mathis, another of those former Western Creek players that are littered throughout the uh, Ainsley side. Kick forward looking for Hughes. And I think Hughes has been paid the free kick as Mackey has got an armbar into his back. And once again, Hughes just finding a way to get a possession here in the third term. He stubs his kick, it's measured well, and Bowles will come up with it once again. Bowles has been damaging in this third term. The kick's on its way, it's off hands and goes out over the boundary line as Highfield couldn't quite take control of it. Didn't quite go out. out. So rebounding now, it's the Tigers, and Bowles wraps up the Tigers player almost immediately, which means Mathis gets it quickly, gives it to O'Neill. O'Neill kicks forward, going short, and eventually Hughes will run in, and he'll kick it through. It's a goal, and Ainsley dominating here. Ainsley sees Holmes kick his second of the quarter. It's their fourth of the third term, Ainsley, and they are absolutely driving the nails into the Tobin Brothers' funeral coffin, which is the Tigers today. Yeah, definitely flexing their muscle here in this third term. We're only about 13 minutes in. They've kicked four unanswered goals. Queanbeyan Tigers, their uh, scoreboard is stuck in concrete at six goals two. That's the half-time score where Ainsley's has travelled on to 10 goals, 11-71. Queanbeyan Tigers, 6-2-38. Need to get this ball out of the middle, into their forward 50, give their forwards an opportunity and hopefully convert a goal. They need one quickly, otherwise this game is well and truly out of reach if they don't start putting their foot on the pedal. Last four goals going to Ainsley. Quaid in the ruck against Andrews. Dominant big man on the ground is Andrews. Wins this tap. Who will be there? Ainsley fast and furious at the ball, but a ball comes into Jolliffe. Jolliffe around the corner for Slater. He's got some work to do. Boundary line could be his friend here as he had an agency player on his hammer, and the ball goes out of bounds, 
have a throw in about half forward for Ainsley. Grandstand side. Queanbeyan Tigers need something in a hurry. Quaid trying to lead by example in the ruck. Gets the tap. Who's there first? No one. As the ball again goes around about five metres from where the original throw-in took place. And this one is in front of the Queanbeyan Tigers dugout as Adrian Favisi is barking out instructions to his troops. Quaid again. Andrews. Oh, the umpire's going to see a free kick for holding, is he? He is. It's going to go to Andrews. The Ainsley player's a bit confused where it should go, but it goes to your teammate, and Andrews takes the free kick. Umpire's got Slater for coming into the protected area that time. Uh, Slater thought that uh, I think he'd call play on. Uh, instead, it's going to be a 50-metre penalty, which will put Andrews right on the 50-metre arc. And uh, I don't know. I reckon Andrews could hit this. As... Andrews now, well, he's looking to dish it off. He's got no one to go to, so he might have to... He's got an open goal square, so that, that's the green light as far as I'm concerned. He goes right up to the 50-metre arc. His kick's on its way. They've got back there in numbers and punched away by the Tigers. But at the ball, the ball, Campbell gets down there. Oh, great work that time. At the fall, the ball, Dale Walker's come back and kicked it out of bounds on the full. He hit the point post, in fact, Niso. Yeah, he did. I think it was might have been Argyle, actually. You know, just spun around and uh, on the right peg uh, missed everything and hit the behind post. Ball comes out to Stevens, takes the mark just outside the defensive 50. His kick's not... Yeah, it's going to be kept in by Slater. Nice just work. picked up now, goes for a run, goes down towards his Queanbeyan Tiger teammate. That, May. four on one. Exactly, four on one. I said that during the first half. The Tigers being outnumbered. And thoroughly outnumbered so far in this third quarter. Kick goes into the middle. Right in the centre of the Ainsley Oval is Argyle. Takes the mark. Goes towards Shoes. And with ball use like that, it doesn't matter what Mackie does. Because Shoes will gobble that stuff up every day. Goes short. And the mark has been taken. Is that Bowles again? I'm not quite sure who that is. It might even be... That might be Mathis. No, it's not Mathis. Mathis delivered the ball up the field there a few moments ago. I can see Mathis. It's a bit unclear who this player is, but uh, I'm sure we'll get to I think it's Camilla Parker-Bowles there, mate. I think he's a bit bigger set than uh, this fella. The kick's on its way. We'll get to you who it was in a sec. And it's a goal, another goal to Ainsley. And they cannot stop kicking goals in this third quarter. 11-11-77, getting away from the Queanbeyan Tigers who are stuck on six goals, two. That is 38. That goal uh, that was 39. Baxter. Yep, your boy Baxter. You've been backing him in in that first quarter. He's been quite yeah, strong. He was the one that did that terrible check side. Um, <laughs> he should have gone back and had the uh, direct drop punt of goal, but he's got that one right. Obviously, he might have got a bit of a tongue lashing at halftime for what he did. Uh, as we are back in the centre, umpire 40 has taken the uh, sensible approach. He is throwing the ball up. Gives both Ruckman a chance to get it. Again, Ainsley first to the football oh. and dumped unceremoniously there was the Ainsley player. On. Won't be allowed to play on. It'll go back to the Ainsley player who was totally smashed into the ground by the Queanbeyan Tigers. Yeah, that was thrown. A bit of frustration there by the Tigers. Balls in the hands of Ian Lawless. Pretty much in the centre of the Ainsley Oval. He'll go, he'll go long. Hughes will be a target. The big Ruckman comes across. That's a great mark. What a mark there by the big Ruckman in Andrews. 
He has not only won most of the hitouts, but he's now starting to get some possessions. Handball's off to Hughes. Hughes from the paint. Lines up from just outside 50. It's another one to the Ainsley Tricolours. I'm sorry I'm acting a little bit excited, but that was really good football by the Ruckman. Great grab. And the presence of mind to dish off to a better kick for goal. It would look like it was a set play almost. Absolutely. Ruckman has to understand what their ability is and what their limitations are. And he did that. And Ainsley just keep how, making that scoreboard how, move. How Hughes got free then is the real question. Well, because I guess the, the Queanbeyan Tiger players weren't really switched on. They were, they were thinking that the Ike Ruckman would go back and have another shot for the goal, as he did in the uh, the previous minute or two. When, but you Ainsley, a, when you get a chance, have a look at Over's right cheek. It looks like he's been scratched. He's got some very nasty scratch marks on his right cheek. If you get a chance to look at that as the ball's back in the centre now. Niso can do cheek watch as we get as Heeslip and Andrews goes back. Heeslip gets the tap down, but it's Holmes who gets at the ball. He kept his head over it. Tigers will get the carry away, though. Drive it inside 50, running back to it, traps it well to the Tigers. The Kavanagh, he has to steady. Check sides, the kick, oh, he's gone. Oh, he's kicked up from the boundary line, 30 metres out, and it is an important goal. Kavanagh gets his third, it's the Tigers' seventh, but they trail 12 11 83 to 7 2. Uh, I've got no hope of getting that. 7 2 is 44. Thank you. Premier Tigers needed that one. Great goal. Hopefully, that's. Uh, a little bit of the uh, of an inspiration to the rest of the side. Great goal by James Kavanagh. Knows his ground very, very well. Obviously being a former Ainsley player before he came to the Tigers. Great goal there. And a much-needed goal for the Queanbeyan Tigers who trail by 39 points. We're 20 minutes in to this third term. Premiership quarter here being dominated by the Ainsley Tricolours. They are the reigning Premiers and they've shown exactly why during this third quarter. Uh, tap down, Ainsley Jagged over the top, pulled to ground was Andrews, Ainsley still getting the rub of the green as the ball bounces to their favour, Q has got the hand pass back, chopping in there is Queenbian, uh, but the hand pass, well, Heaslip just put it out in front of himself, got a second punch onto it, got it forward now. As umpire calls play on as the ball comes clear. Argyle gets it to Campbell. Campbell's hand pass into the hands of Ian Lawless, who delivers it inside 50 again. Queenbian, punch at the back, but it falls down now in favour of the Tricolours, whose kick is offline and it's through for a behind. Another score. They keep the uh, scoreboard ticking over to Ainsley. Kick in there by Jakes. Goes to the hands of Steve. He's got his hands on the ball quite a bit this quarter. Yep, a lot better than his first half. Good young player, though, for the Tigers. Goes back toward Jakes. No ground made there, so Jakes has to go back across the ground again to Cook. He needs to be able to turn and run, and he does. Chased there by Hughes. Gets himself in and out of trouble there. Just Cook does that quite regularly. Goes by hand to Heaslip. Heaslip, terrible kick. Lux of Fortune goes in the way of Conroy. Couldn't trap the ball. Ainsley with numbers. No, they can't get it. Conroy butters up. He goes by hand. Who's that? That's Dickinson. Sidesteps one easy player. Goes out towards Kavanagh. And Kavanagh takes the mark. Half forward line for the Tigers. Goes in board. Queenbeyan Tigers here. Go forward and have a shot at goal. It's Jensen. Jensen with a flyer. But he's missed to the right-hand side of the uprights. And the Queenbeyan Tigers inch their way closer. It's Ainsley 12-12-84. Queenbeyan Tigers 7-3-45.
Chalk kick in. Good to Shirley. Shirley will go by hand now to Lawless. Lawless, I think that's... Oh, no, that's Ash Harris, sorry. Goes up. Centre wing and a strong mark taken by Andrews, who immediately dishes off to Tut. Tut up towards half forward. Punched away by the Tigers. Good tackle by Joloffy. Gets the hand pass to spill into the hands of Danaher. Slater now. He has support. A good shepherd there as Slater takes a bounce. Runs up to 55 metres, but he's kicked straight down the throat of Ash Harris, who plays on and switches out to the far side of the ground. Pack forms. It's punched to the front by Queenbian, who will rebound. Tries to break a tackle. Does so. Kicks on its way from 50. Swan lines up. But he's missed the lot, and it's taken in a good mark on the boundary line by Michael Gobriel. Gobriel goes short, gets it to Tui. Tui gets around his man. I think that was uh, that was May. Now two on one. And Little brings the ball to ground and then runs, picks it up, delivers it short to Quaid. Now should Quaid go for goal here? No, he doesn't. He tries to go front and centre, top of the square. Numbers favour Ainsley. Holmes will get the punch away, immediately delivering it to Lawless. Kick across, a dangerous kick. He's going to find the boundary line, though, right in front of the Ainsley dugout as... The boundary line is there, and uh, well, Danaher going at Andrews. Andrews has got under the skin of all the little guys here in this Queensian side today. 12 12 84 plays 7 3 45 here as we're at the 25 minute mark of the third quarter. Ball back over the boundary line, we'll have another throw in. Danaher got ridden across the line there. Ruck going to go out again, Andrews. One of the best players on the ground today against Houston. Andrews again. Oh. Shark there by Stevens. Flying shot at goals. High wide. Not very handsome. Out of bounds on the full. Just when they needed some composure there, the Tigers. I think Stevens had a bit more time, but the talk's not out there. Yeah, still he missed it by a lot, a long way. Yep. And uh, the relieving handball will be taken by Tui. Goes to Gobriel. Gobriel will give it back to Tui. Tui now spots up a teammate. Is it going to find him or go out in the full? No, it just bounces out of bounds in front of Jason or Jackson Q. Haven't called his name for a stat today. No, he hasn't been out there much. If he has, he hasn't seen much of it. Most of his teammates have. Quaid gets the tap down again. Ainsley first at the football on the ground. Here is Q again. On Q. Handball over the top there. Picked up by Campbell. Campbell now goes to the half forward line. Bowls. Oh, does nice. He swings around on the left boot. Spots up a teammate. Hughes goes over the back. Punched down by Mackie. Good work. Picked up now by the Queanbeyan Tiger. That is Kirkwood. Goes back inboard to Jarks. And Jarks takes a mark on the half-back line. Yeah, he's kicked to Little. Put him under plenty of pressure. Campbell got him to ground. And then Numbers just uh, set him. As Ainsley run it forward. And all by himself that time. A good mark is taken by the uh, previous goal scorer in uh, Corey Bailey. A dumb decision there by Jakes. He's kicked the ball about 10 metres to a contest instead of roosting at 60 metres to a contest. Coming out of defence, you've just got to get the ball out of the zone. And uh, as a result of his turnover, this is going to be another shot for goal for Ainsley. Very disappointing third quarter by the Tigers. As Beautiful kicks kick on its way. Baxter has kicked his second. It's good. And Baxter with two. 13, 12, 90 plays 7, 3, 45. 
Beautiful kick and stuff. If that was Baxter, I'm just trying to pick up who it was now as he's having a drink. Yeah, because he, he, he looks like he looks like Bowles but doesn't have the body. Yeah, beautiful kick for goal. If it was him, that's his second. And Ainsley just keep marching further and further in front. It's 13-12-90. Doubled the tie with score, 7-3-45. It's 25 scoring shots to 10. Pretty much uh, tells you the story of the afternoon. It's been a bit of a tug of war in the first half, but that has the shackles have been broken in this third quarter. Tapped down by Andrews, the dominant place, uh, the Ruckman on the ground. Picked up now by Ainsley. Tut has it, seized upon by Queanbeyan Tiger players. Got to make some sort of effort, umpire. He doesn't. And the umpire says, holding the ball, and the free kick goes to Slater. He goes by hand to Dickinson. Bounces through the centre of the Ainsley Oval. Goes along with a mongrel pun, and I don't care who you are as a forward. You don't want those sort of balls coming in to your forward line. Joff, you should be smashed. He's not. Picked up now, Matt Little. Umpire allows ball to be play on. Was a free kick going to come to Jolliffe then? Goes to the back of the pack. Again, Ainsley had the numbers. Gobriel tries to beat the pack. Got to be holding the ball. Oh, high tackle. I reckon it might go to the Queanbeyan Tigers for Gobriel punching um, the Queanbeyan Tiger player. With and he is. Yep. In, the, in, a, in an head. attempt to handball the ball, um, the smaller Queanbeyan Tiger player in Matt Fewen might have been copping a few. Now, I was listening to Dermot Brereton yesterday who was talking about that very thing. That uh, you always, back when he was playing... You'd go for the spoil and uh, try to get the elbow into the head whilst the fist was going for the ball at the the same time. The fist had clipped the top of the head as it was going to the ball as well. Back in the old day when footy was uh, what footy should be. Fruitt lines up and he's missed to the right-hand side. Canella Ford, after starting so well, the Tigers. Canella Ford, this inaccuracy. I'd say the game has pretty well shut the gate here at Ainge. It's only going to be a matter of... uh, how much Ainsley win by Ainsley. Oh, that's out on the full. Andrews is there. How's he going to go? Should have gone the spoil. Hollis was in front. Nearly took the mark. Picked up now. Queenbeyan Tigers. Conroy, what will he do? Oh, great tackle. That's a fantastic tackle there by the Ainsley player yep. in Highfield. Gets on his left. Goes down the line. Mark there by Hughes. Got into the game in this third quarter. Oh, he has plenty Hughes. of the ball coming his way. Gets it now. Does Hughes... From Mathis, overruns the footy, goes back in, High. picks it up nonchalant now by Holmes, goes towards Crook. Crook, that's a strong grab there by Marcus Crook. Too big, too strong, and he will line up for goal. He's already kicked two this afternoon. Yeah, he started down the back line here at the start of the third term, and uh, once they saw it was going forward, they decided to get him up there to even up, because he uh, has seen Hughes kick three in this term. He's got two. With one on the way. Running up from about 35 metres out. Very deliberate. Keeps it low so the breeze can't use it at all. And that's straight through the middle. And Crook does have his third. And Ainsley, it's becoming a bit of a procession here at the Ainsley Oval. Ainsley, 14 goals, 12, 96 to the Queanbeyan Tigers. 7 4, 45 minutes in to this, 30 minutes in to this third quarter. Conroy just coming off the ground now. He's in a lot of pain. He's limping off the ground. He didn't get up after that contest back in the uh, half-back, left half-back flank for the Tigers. That's just uh, for the, him for the rest of the game. Yeah, and he's not looking real good at the moment. 14 12, plays 7 4. As the ball up takes place, tapped away again by Andrews at the fall of the ball with the Tigers. They're going to get the carry away here, although the hand pass from Stevens went backwards eventually to Danaher. 
gets it to Slater, who's seen a lot of the ball, hasn't always been the best use of it. Quaid played on, and his kick just goes straight down the throat of Ainsley. Eventually, by hand, over the top now, it works its way out towards Baxter. He's kicked two in this quarter. Goes to O'Neill. Lucas O'Neill will try to centre it. Good kick. Leading out in front that time, Camilla Parker bowls, gets it, turns and kicks the centre-half forward. An uncontested mark by Campbell, who hands it off to Holmes, and Holmes goes long for home, and Holmes has kicked his second of the afternoon. The floodgates are pouring here, and it is not good if you're a Tigers fan. 15-12, play 7-3, as we're at the 30-minute mark of the third term. Yes, not good if you're a Tigers fan. I am one of them, and unlike you lovely, lucky people in Radio Land, you can turn off and go and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. We have another quarter to bring you, so we can't do anything but sit here and watch the rot set in for the Queanbeyan Tigers. They have been totally smashed in this quarter. Nine goals to one in this third term. It has well and truly been a rout here at Ainsley Oval. Big men will go at it again in the middle. Andrews, Heaslip, giving credit, he's tried all day, but Andrews just too big, too strong. Heaslip wins that one, gets it down to Jolliffe. Oh. Campbell's to no man's land, picked off there by Tut. Tut goes to the half-forward line of Ainsley. Palm down there by Jarks. Tackle too high, the Queanbeyan Tiger player. Not caught, he's not too... Uh, I thought when the first one was missed, Craig, he might have pinned him for holding the ball in yeah. the end, but... Uh, Sanley prevailed and the umpire has decided to ball it up just inside the forward 50 for Ainsley where it has been most of this third quarter Andrews over the top there came Hughes tapped it down picked off there by the Queanbeyan Tigers yeah that was very fleet of hand there great tackle there by Slater it's got to be holding the ball no he's pinned him how did he get rid of the ball never, umpire the umpire said he never had it right well he had both hands on the football that uh, is having it to me Tut. He's got the ball, passes to Hughes, who has well and truly got on top of Mackey in this third quarter. Jake stands the mark, though. I'm not sure if there's been a change there, but Hughes. And the sound in the pretty ordinary third quarter, if you're a Tiger fan. Well, better, better to have Jake's on the mark. He's a taller man, which means that Hughes has to go further back. So he's going to have to kick it from 55. He's got a dominant quarter. He's kicked three this quarter. Just outside 50. It's a lovely looking kick. It's got the carry, has it? Not quite. Full short. Doesn't. No, in fact, it doesn't even carry across the line. It's been no stopped by the Tigers in finally a good piece of defence. 15 12, 102 to the Queanbeyan Tigers, 7 4 46. That quarter was all about the Ainsley Football Club. They dominated that quarter. They kicked nine goals three, the Queanbeyan Tigers one goal two, to absolutely take a stranglehold in this football match. And uh, Craig, the only uh, consideration this last quarter is how far will Ainsley win by? Well, it's all about percentage, isn't it? And this is the critical thing for the Queanbeyan Tigers. They've got a good percentage. Even when they were losing in the first half, the percentage wasn't getting away from them. But now, it's absolutely caned them. And, uh, goal scorers, well, Hughes kicked three in that quarter. Crook with one gets himself to three. Then two goals to Holmes, Tut and Baxter, who also kicked two in that quarter. Then it's singles to Griffin, Andrews, Bowles for Ainsley's 15. 
The Tigers, Kavanaugh with three, kicked that miraculous one to breathe some life into the Tigers in that third term when he was sitting on the boundary 30 metres out and just managed to will it through. Quaid with two and then singles to Mitch May and Brett Fruin. Not a lot to talk about good for the Tigers in that quarter. It was all Ainsley. Once again, Niso, we saw them just getting to the contest and having multiple players in at every fall of the ball. Yeah, look, it's been a problem uh, since the first bounce. And I guess uh, Queenie Tigers hunting there, hung in there as long as they could and eventually um, the floodgates did open and Ainsley took complete control in that quarter. Ainsley... Uh, just kept doing what they were doing in that first half. Uh, but eventually uh, the Tigers sort of fell off them and uh, they started getting reward for their work rate and they started kicking goals instead of behinds. We discussed that in the first half. They're kicking for goal. Uh, the ANC Triumphers was keeping the Tigers in. But in that quarter they've had 12 pings at the sticks for nine goals. It's a fantastic ratio. And I guess if you're being uh, realistic now, it's probably a fair indication of how the game has actually been played. And uh, as, as much credit we can give to the Tigers for sticking at it in that first half, they fell away far too easily in that third term and they were totally outclassed by a more professional outfit uh, in that term. They did indeed. and uh, Well, all the Tigers can play for now is spirit. They'll be up there at the Tigers Club tonight, 20 Queen Bar Road in Queanbeyan. And, um, you know, you get to the Terrace Bistro there, great feed. and There'll be a few ales drunk to uh, lick the wounds of the Tigers today. But, uh, well, we really do appreciate the support of the Tigers Club at QBNFM 96.7. And uh, as I said, it's all about pride. Now, Niso, you didn't have too many tough times in uh, the Tigers' side from memory. You've got a, a fair few premierships there in, in first and in resis. Yeah, look, the end, but uh, what do you do when you're looking down the barrel of these sort of results? Well, I guess I guess the message for uh, the Queenie Tigers in that huddle would be the first one would be to win the quarter. Uh, get your hands on the footy first, be first at the ball, and you mentioned the pride. That would definitely be uh, spoken about. Rod O'Reilly is really keen to ram home the message of getting back to the Tigers of old, the way it was when he was first here and in 1994, and obviously premierships carried on uh, several years after that. So he, he wants the Tigers to become a club that is feared again. He feels that they're not as feared as they once were, and that's probably a fair comment. Uh, he's been down here with the Tigers, helping Armstrong uh, for the previous four years. So he's seen a lot of the Queanbeyan games. He'd be very disappointed with the way they just... They really just allowed Angie to do what they want in that quarter. And when a team gets to a three-goal it's time to lock down. The Queanbeyan Tigers just didn't do that. And uh, it's a learning curve for a young Tiger team. Now, they've got a lot of kids in there, ages of 17 and 18 years of age, and they will be inconsistent. Um, they will produce magnificent performances like they did in round one, and they will have quarters where they're fantastic, but they'll also have uh, some pretty uh, tough times ahead. So... There's, uh, they're under no illusions of Queanbeyan Tigers. They are in a rebuilding phase. But I think the main message would be just be first at the ball, show some pride, show some Tiger spirit and win the quarter. I, I really want to uh, try and see these guys look at their structures. And uh, we spoke about it in the, uh, first, in the, at the end of the first quarter. Making sure one up, one down, front and centres, and really concentrate on those key 
well, they're not key skills because it's kicking and handballing are key skills, but those, you know, one percenters that you need to execute well to be able to carry the side forward. We saw all too often, particularly in that third quarter, the disposal from Ainsley, which was crisp, and it was always looking for a free man forward. I think sometimes today we're seeing the uh, Tigers with their eyes down and they've gone a shorthand pass, a short kick, a switch kick, when really the aim of the game is to get it to the scoring end as quickly as possible and giving Kavanagh his explosive speed advantage over Gobriel and giving him that opportunity to exploit it. All too often, Kavanagh's had to run down to the half-back line to get some ball so he can then kick it long. Of course, you can't have Kavanagh down back and up forward at the same time. And uh, they just need to get some crisp, clean disposal. If they have to go to a contest, which Ainsley are running well and they're getting to con- and they're getting to the fall of the ball well, if you have to kick to a contest, then you've got to be prepared to have man up, man down for the crumbs. If he's not going to get the crumbs, to apply the tackle. We saw them fall off a couple of tackles. And if you want to be a ferocious team, it's not just apply the tackle, it's drive them into the ground, Tobin Brothers style to uh, finish it off. And that's how you get that fear. Yeah, look, the Tigers have been outclassed in, in most of those areas, Craig, and I guess that the skill of front and centre, it's, it's one of the easiest skills to do, as is uh, talking. I think a lot of the uh, poor disposals by the Queanbeyan Tigers might well have come down to uh, a lack of communication to the play with the football. Uh, they need to be uh, a little bit more uh, aware of what's around them, but they need some assistance from their from their teammates. And I don't think that's happened. It's hard to tell from up here, but it just seems at time that the Queen Tigers have made poor decisions. And has that been just because of the decision maker or those around him uh, directing them what to do? But haven't given him a good clear call of what's going on. Tigers need to show some spirit here. I'd say that Rod O'Reilly would have been tearing his hair out during that third quarter, but he hasn't got any to tear out. So. Uh, He's probably fortunate there, but uh, Michael Goyser does have some, and uh, I reckon by the end of the season it could well be a bit thinner than it is now on one Michael Goyser. Is this why you're not taking up coaching there, Nisa? Oh, you don't wanna, have enough time. you want to keep that head of hair that you've got? <laughs> I don't have enough time, mate. Uh, my, uh, my kids will get my hair grey and thinning, don't you? I don't need footballers to do that. Starting the last quarter, moments away, Ainsley of 15 goals, 12-102. In total control here, Queanbeyan Tigers 7-4-46, playing for pride as we are moments away as the umpire is in position, holds the ball off, and the next voice you hear will be Craig Lavelle. Ball up, Andrews going up against T-Slip in the ruck contest as we start the final term. In fact, it was Griffin who went up and got the tap down. Tigers getting to the ball. And it will be the Tigers who get the free kick out of that one as Danaher, no surprise, at the bottom of the pack. I expect to see a lot of that this quarter as Danaher kicks long, up, looking for full forward. Ball comes to ground as it's locked in there by the Tigers. They're calling for a free kick. The ball eventually does come out, quite across the body. It's chopped off by Holmes at the ground level. Ainsley with numbers to run it away. Half-back line, that might be Argyle, goes out to the wing. Good bodywork there by Mathis. Got the run of the ball here, has one bounce, approaching the 50. Goes to the top of the square. Who's there? That might be Andrews. This will be a foul after disposal, will it? No, he's ran into Matt Little. As Hughes has given That's the free Hughes, kick yeah. away. Illegal Shepherd, or 
I guess the ball might have been too far away. Doesn't matter what it is, it's Matt Little's free kick. Comes up a bit proppy. Didn't see that I was following the football. Matt Little, relatively quiet afternoon by his standard. He's got mustard kicked. He's just going to have to go down the line. He does towards Slater. Takes a chest mark. Slater's been strong today. Yeah, he's probably been in the Tigers' top couple. Him and Ryan Quaid have probably been uh, the Tigers' best two. Kavanaugh's worked hard, just hasn't had enough opportunities. And that's been the problem for the Tigers. They really haven't got the ball in their forward line often enough or quick enough. Kavanaugh, his kick wasn't a good one. Ball's now in the hands of Gobriel. Gets it by hand. Lawless. Takes all the time in the world. Goes higher than long. And the mark will be taken by Mathis. Mathis. Palms off to Shirley by hand. Poor kick by Shirley. Trying to find Crook. Crook. Is that out the ball by Hollis? No. Came off the boot but must have uh, bounced just before the paint. And the umpire will throw it in. About 75 metres around from the Ainsley goal. 15-12-102 to 7-4-46. Um, the Ruckman go at it again. Shark there by Crook. Tackled immediately by the Queanbeyan Tigers. Awesome. Ormson's in trouble. Picked up now by Lawless. He's tackled by Queanbeyan Tiger players. There's two of them. And the umpire's going to pull up. There's been a, something seen off the plate. Yeah, it has been. Ormston and the Ainsley player Griffin were still in a tangle. Yep, Ormston... It was on the ground. Griffin was carrying on with it. Griffin was saying that Austin had his arm. That's why he Which couldn't he get up. Which he actually did. <laughs> well, like, bluffed the umpire there yeah. as uh, Red Austin. And Slater's got the ball again at the uh, half-back position. So Ryan Tutt on the mark as the kick is on its way. Oh, Ainsley getting to the fall of the ball beautifully. They had a three-on-two there. Tackle now. Bit too late, but they get the hand pass backwards. Over the shoulder, the kick from Argyll gets to O'Neill. O'Neill goes wide. He was looking for Camilla Parker Bowles there, and it's over the boundary line as Bowles and Crook see it safely there, 60 metres away from Ainsley attacking goal. Ainsley, 15-12, 102. Queenbian, 7-4, 46 is where at the three-minute mark of the final quarter. Just got to get more value for his possessions. To Slater. He gets a lot of the football, but uh, a lot of the times his kicks are poor. Well, Dickinson's kick was poor that time, as Ian Lawless will have plenty of time to pick it up, zigzag around, and then turns, kicks forward, and finds brother Michael. Michael then, with a hand pass, gets it off to the porn star, and he kicks up towards the centre square. This there was a good one by the Tigers. Bouncing ball is in the way of uh, Ryan Tutt, who snaps a goal, but he misses. And it's through for a behind. Minus score to Wainsley, 15-13-103. Queenie Tigers, 7-4-46. Ball's in the hands of Ormston. Back pocket for the Tigers. Looking to go down the line here. Grandstand, half-back line, goes towards Swan. Can't take the mark. Picked up by Overs. Proceeds upon by Ainsley Players. Gets a handball to Hollis. Slater with the one mitt. Goes for a run. Bounces with the left. Again. Awkward-looking kick goes towards Quaid. Punched away by Gobriel. Picks it up. Goes short. Lovely kick by Gobriel. Mark taken by Holmes. Thought it might have hit the deck. Didn't. Holmes be one of the best players on the ground today. Him and Andrews. Him and Andrews are probably my pick for the best two. Yep. Goes down the line towards Hughes. Punched away by Mackey. He's been good bar that third term. Swan juggling. Numbers will win here for Ainsley. Handball from Mathis to Hughes. Going to run into a goal. Oh, great, great tackle. Mackey. 
gotta be holding the ball. Oh, tagged and called it. Well, we didn't really, we couldn't oh. see. I guess we couldn't see from the angle, but it looked I thought, like a perfect I angle. thought he started the tackle at the shorts and just held onto the shorts. Umpire has said he's gone down and legged him. So, disappointing finish to a great piece of play here, and you would expect it would be uh, a sitter for Hughes there, Niso. Well, nothing's, uh, nothing's easy in this game of footy, so I'm not going to put it down yet, but uh, here's a goal kicker, and he's only going to kick him from about 30 metres, so he should slot this one. We're right behind it, 45 degree angle. Should be bread and butter for him. It's a nice looking kick off the boot. Gives it to the crowd. His home crowd, that's his fourth. And Ainsley continue on their merry way. Queenland Tigers have only kicked one goal since half time. 16 goals, 13, 109 to a Queenland Tigers, 7 4 46. A disappointing 7 4 46. Runner just took a message out to Slater then, Niso, and uh, Slater's body language and I think some of the response was uh, not too appreciative of the message. But considering he's on Clint Mathis, and Mathis is the one that set up that play for Hughes to run into goal, um, I can understand why they might be just saying, hey, tighten up on your man. It's all right, you're getting possessions. But if your opponent is setting up goals for the opposition, then you're not doing your job. The difference is uh, Mathis's possessions were... Uh were effective, whereas Slater's last couple haven't been. So he's just got to tighten up a bit, and then when he gets the ball, he's got to make use of it. Ball is in dispute here. Board of the South See, Square. Mathis is free again. again. Just sucks out the back of the pack. Goes towards the goal square. Pack forms. Mark taken in the goal square. Strong mark in a pack of four there by the Ainsley player. That might be Lawless, is it? Yes, it is. It's Michael it. Lawless. Michael. Yeah. What happened that time that Mathis, Slater... And I think a lot of the Queensland players today, Niso, have been can be accused of this, as you've got the kick. Oh, he's got it. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't a pretty one, but it's six points. It's effective. All the same. Yeah. Uh, Look, I think the problem there is the Queensland Tigers got sucked into the contest. As you yep, won the ball, and, that's and they exactly had outriders. And yep. uh, Mathis is one of those who was pretty smart, stayed out of the pack. And uh, backed his teammates to get him the ball, and they did. And that's exactly what we've seen. We've seen a swap now. Slater's going uh, to swap with, is that Kirkwood now, who's uh, gone to Mathis? And Slater, his, his only fault there was he went into a pack where the players were on the ground already wrestling for the ball, and uh, that allowed his man to find space. And as you said, your outriders are free in that situation. Tap down, Griffin gets it down to Shirley, who goes back to Griffin by hand, who kicks it up inside 50. Pack forms, at the front is Ainsley, ball down at ground level, goes back to Hughes, off Michael Lawless's hands, Hughes kicks across the body, that's a goal, and that is beautiful play by the Tricolours. 18-13, 121, they lead at the seven minute mark of final term. Nisa, I know you want to leave now, but you've got to help me for the rest of this quarter. 7-4, 46. Yes. Have they kicked more than... They've kicked a point. The, uh, I'm a lucky Tigers. man. have to stay here. Uh, it looks like they haven't bothered no. the scoreboard. They were 7-4, three-quarter time. It looks like some of the Tiger players have put the cue in the rack. And I know that Rod O'Reilly won't be happy with that because he was very critical of some of the boys doing it last week against... Or two weeks ago against Matt Gravatt. So yeah. it looks like some of the players... Uh, are searching for the uh, final siren even more so than we are, Craig, and uh, they want to be out of their misery as well. But there's still probably 20 minutes to play. You know the, big, the biggest way to end the game sooner? Not let them score any goals. 
Well, yeah, that would help, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. There's not as much time on if they're not scoring. Free kick going to Ainsley with a 50. Is that against Danaher this time for in the back? He got up uh, pretty much uh, with his hands out going, what's that for? What do I do? Uh, Campbell, who's his direct opponent. It's a long 50. Taking them all, must have been 100, because that's gone from the centre square to the goal line. So, that's a that's, double uh, 50. That's big. That used to be uh, when, back in my playing days, if you gave away a 50, you donated a football out of your match payments. So, that could well be two footballs going to the Queanbeyan Tigers. But the goal has been scored by Campbell, his first of the afternoon, and they've got a long list of goal scorers. Tigers struggling to find uh, anyone to uh, worry the scorers here in the last quarter. Probably the second half, actually. Oh, I've only kicked one. I'll put you on the spot here now. I know a lot of people would be wondering, with the step up to the North East Football League, knowing that you're playing uh, interstate more often, you're also playing against uh, AFL reserve grade teams. Has that seen a bump in the pay rates for these guys? Uh, mate, I would not have a clue. Okay. Uh, there's only one You player. haven't t- decided to take on that professional look? You no, there's only management. ever one player I knew what he was getting per game, and that was me back in my day. would not have a clue about any other players uh, in the Queanbeyan Tigers. wouldn't even have a clue about any players. Uh, not really anything that I'm worried about. Whatever they get, so hopefully they uh, deserve it, and at times, hopefully they uh, are a bit embarrassed to receive it. Though the mark has been taken. They should be embarrassed by this second half today. There shouldn't be too many players who uh, put their hand out saying, where's mine? Because they haven't deserved it today. I'd be struggling to find uh, four or five good players for the Tigers. I can say that Quaid has been pretty good. Um, And I'd be struggling outside of that. Slade has been hot and cold. He's been good. He's been bad. The big fella, Bowles, goes long into the goal square. Punched away by Jarks. And minor score to the tricolours. They've really uh, corrected that goal kicking in the second half. They've only kicked five points in the second half, but have managed that's 13 a, goals. That's the third behind for Bowles, and admittedly two of them have been rushed through. Argyle goes for mark of the day, drops a few Ainsley players to the ground. Swan, well, he hand passed it to himself, trying to get Double away. Takes a bounce. Look at that. Four Ainsley players in the shoot. And that's ball. And the free kick going to go to Highfield. He was the late inclusion in this Ainsley side. It was Olsen, the late inclusion for the Tigers. O'Neill. Lucas O'Neill pumps them up towards Hughes. Oh, Maine just jumped all over the back of Hughes that time. Goes back by Hander Heaslip, who gets dumped after, the, after he disposed. So that'll be a free kick to the Tigers. They've got time now. On centre wing, far side of the ground. They deliver it forward. Punch late there. Umpire calls play on as Danaher gets it. Free kick went to the Tigers, but Danaher played on immediately. Kick towards full forward. Ball in dispute. Ainsley. Well, what a surprise. They have numbers there. And the kick out of centre half back goes to Highfield. Highfield now delivers. Up to Ryan Tutt. He's got space, but he's bent it before he earned it and dropped the mark. He has to turn hard. Bouncing ball inside 50. There was a push there by Jarks. Of course, another former Ainsley player, Roy Jarks, as eventually, oh, Bowles puts on a great tackle. Uh, ball is underneath the Tigers player, and we'll have a ball up 60 metres out from goal here. At the Civic end of the ground, it's Ainsley Oval action. Ainsley, well... They are doing a job on the Tigers. 1914, 128 to 7, 4.46 here at the 13-minute mark of the final term. Round five of the North East Football, Australian Football League Eastern Conference. 
as the kick is a short one and the porn star outside of 50 takes a simple mark. His Ooh. kick wasn't good. He was looking for Hughes, but dropping back there, putting his body on the line that time, was Hollis. Hollis goes short to Slater. Didn't take the mark. Goes back by hand. Mackey down the line, looking for Clay. Takes the mark. Probably a premium tie. Probably easy to go long here to Danaher. No. Going to go to Kavanagh. Two up against him. Ball comes to ground. Free kick against Kavanagh. Surely umpire allows play on. Not to the advantage of Ains. He picked up now by Slater. Goes by hand to Kavanagh. Wills inside. Ainsley desperate in the tackle. Fell off. Goes towards Conroy. Takes the mark. And just back of the uh, tip of the square. Goes towards the Queenbian Tiger player in May. He's been pretty quiet since that uh, second quarter burst where he kicked the goal. And another couple of shots. Very quiet since then, in fact. Ball kicked off the ground. Going towards the Tiger goal. But as per normal, Ainsley will be first at it. Short kick to the square. Ball's now in the hands of Gobriel. What will he do? He'll hand off. He knows his limitations. Picked up there by Tui. High ball. Not to the advantage of his teammate, but Lawless does well. Brings it to ground and seeks the safety of the boundary line and just walks it over. We are approaching 15 minutes into this last quarter. 19-14-128. Greenman Tigers 7-4-46. Throne takes place now 60 metres around. Heaslip comes third man up. Ormston hacks it away towards centre-half forward. Can't get to the fall of the ball, a bouncing ball. It's Kavanagh on the ground level. He gets it, talking away, taken away from him. Ainsley now working it through hands. Shirley, shorthand pass, goes Dash Harris, who's caught. That's ball. And the... Oh! No, he's paid, he's he paid it, yeah. him off with his elbow, so it was either too high or holding Conroy down forward, goes after the ball off ground level. He hacks it off the ground. Kavanagh saying, what about me at the top of the square? He kicked it out of bounds on the floor. Kavanagh did have a man on him. I'm not yeah. sure if he realised that, but uh, Conroy went for the goal quickly. Highfield didn't score it. Highfield's got the mark in the pocket. Goes towards the half-back line. Grandstand side. Andrews brings the ball to ground. Shark by Lawless. They've done that all day. They've always had the front and centres of Ainsley. Ball comes to Hughes. Under there, pressure there from Mackey. Picked up there by Kirkwood to Mackey, to Danaher, to Overs. Puts him under pressure. Going nowhere fast here, Queanbeyan Tigers. Well, here's a man free. Yep, he is. Picked up there is May. Got the kick there from Danaher. Slater gets around the man on the mark. What's he going to do now? Goes by hand. Stevens approaching 45 metres out from goal. Long shot at goal. Wind coming around. He might have kicked the Tigers' goal. He has. That is their first of the last quarter and second of this second half. 19-14-128. The Queanbeyan Tigers there. Eight goals, four. That'll be 52. 17 minutes in for this last turn. Yeah, better play by the Tigers that time. They spotted up some Freeman. They ran to get themselves into space and then the execution was at least clean. We saw a couple of kicks going to their players, hand pass and a good finish there by uh, Stevens, who, well, has been in and out in this game. He he's had a good second half. Uh, he's but unfortunately, he's been under pressure. and That was one of the few times where players had space and had time to think. And I guess one of the skills you have to learn in football is making decisions when you're in the shortest amount of time. Ainsley win the clearance from the centre bounce. It's working on centre wing, grandstand side as the kick comes up towards the right half forward. And Hughes plays on immediately. 
Mackey tries to spoil the kick, but the kick is good enough for Hughes, and he spots up Griffin, who's 35 metres out. Now Hughes will run past, try and get the hands back. Mackey's limping a little bit there. Griffith, Griffin will go back. Oh, no! Very poor marking that time, and Ryan Cutts sits himself directly in front of goals, 25 metres out, and uh, Griffin just kept moving back. It's an SCG tactic, that one, Niso. He just kept moving himself back further and further off the mark until he got himself to the 15 metres for the kick, and Tut, his kick, made the uh, goal umpire work as it was right next to the left-hand post, but it's good enough for a goal, and Ryan Tut kicks his third for the afternoon. They've got what, how many? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten individual goal scorers and but for five of them, or five of the ten, are multiple. Yeah, good all-round team performance by Ainsley and uh, that's pretty ordinary by the Queanbeyan Tigers to allow a player to plonk himself 25 metres out from goal unopposed and the big ruckman spot him up quite easily and he's gone back to kick his third goal. Disappointing Performance in the second half here by the Queanbeyan Tigers, not what we wanted to bring to you at home or in hospital. And uh, the ball is in the middle, shark there by Ainsley. Shirley gets it by hand, the ball goes down to Holmes, he's my pick for the Muir medal. Holmes wheels around on the right boot, goes towards the half forward line, mark should be taken, that is, by Roy Jarks. Plays on quickly, goes out towards oh. Mitch Danaher, and Mitch Danaher, that probably sums up the Queanbeyan Tigers. Dropped a chest mark, not sure if the sun was in his eyes. But uh, that's something you don't see too often. It sums up the day for Queanbeyan when Mitch Danaher drops a chest mark with no pressure. Certainly does. And uh, his knee, he's kneaded over the boundary line. Lucky not to be called a uh, out of bounds on the full, in fact. As the tap down by Jarks is sharked by Ainsley, who just kick it front and centre into the corridor. Bouncing ball. Queanbeyan having numbers at it. But, oh, great tackle that time. Slung the ball free. Queanbeyan just out. Uh, well, out-muscled. They've just been more enthusiasm has been lacking in this final term. There's no doubt about that. But uh, the Tigers, well, they're going to have to rebound because next week's not going to be an easy game as the bouncing ball falls into the hands of Camilla Parker-Bowles and Bowles kicks to the hot spot. Umpire's picked up a free. It's going Queanbeyan's way. Handball there by Stevens to Fruin. Kick now to Dickinson. He's really drifted out of the game since the uh, since half time. Goes to Brooker. Hardly called his name either. Probably hasn't Ormston's been on the ground long enough. Ormston just in the defensive area of the centre square. Goes short to Kavanagh. Got to travel a long way to get a kick to Kavanagh. Goes towards Jolliffe. He goes by hand to Ormston. Ormston now just needs to straighten up. Goes out towards Heaslip and he marks about. Oh, he's on the paint here in the forward line, goes short to Conroy, not going to hit the target, picked up there by Ainsley in Campbell, goes short to the wing, and the mark has been taken. Campbell's still running here, he's all free on the, he's going to get it too, centre wing, far side of the ground, he gets to set up now, hits it into Mathis, Mathis turns, wheels, goes for full forward, Hughes gets hands on it, but Mackey works his body well, and breaks away. Mackey gets it to the wing, out of side, Mark taken by Stevens. Goes by hand to Kavanagh. Interesting looking kick there by Kavanagh to Fruin. Should have plenty of time to pick the ball up and go for a run. He does. He's had two bounces. Second one didn't get up to him the way he wanted. Tries to get around the aims of the opponent. Couldn't do so. Handball's out towards Dickinson. Dickinson picks it up now. On the left. 
goes towards his two Tiger players there. Conroy with a mark. Set up nicely there, the kick. It was all Conroy there, and he takes the mark over Tui, about 30 metres out, directly in front. Conroy, who was limping pretty badly there in that uh, third turn, has come back, they've just put him up forward, and he's going to reward them with a goal. One of his quieter games is uh, Tobit Conroy, last year's best and fairest winner for the Tigers, but he scored the goal, and Ainsley, 20 goals, 14, 134, the Queanbeyan Tigers, nine goals, four, 58. And the Queanbeyan Tigers have kicked their second goal of this damaging last quarter. Ainsley have kicked five, and they've actually kicked 14 goals to two since half-time, Craig. It has been an absolute shellacking here in the second half as the ball back in centre. Quaid to do the ruck work up against Andrews. Andrews and I think the Pornsar are going to be battling it out now for that uh, Muir medal. Bounce down. Uh, no one really gets at it. Tigers get to the fall of the ball first as it's worked out on centre wing. The kick forward at first at it, hardest at it, was Ainsley and they managed to rush it over the boundary line. Tui making the running that time and uh, really putting his body on the line for it. You know how bad things are going when James Kavanagh is in the centre of the ground for that ball up it was. So you had the uh, the two main goal scorers for the Tigers in Kavanagh and Quaid yeah, both in rocking. the centre square. He's actually taken that ruck. He might get the free kick or it's going to go to Quaid. Quaid gets a free kick. Kavanagh tries to sponge a cheap kick. He does. Gets it by hand from Quaid. Goes towards Fruin. Fruin tries to outmuscle his opponent. Can't do so. Picked up by Danaher around the corner towards Conroy. What will he do? Good handball by Conroy. Around the corner, Fruin. And Fruin hits the post. And uh, he had a play at the top of the square there, screaming for it. Not given. And the Queen Tigers get another behind. It is nine goals, five, 59 to 20 goals, 14, 134. Brett Fruin, one goal, two for the day. But it's not as if Queen have had a lot of opportunities either. As such, he's been the dominance of Ainsley. As this time, Queenbeyan get numbers to the fall of the ball. Inbound hand pass goes along eventually to Kavanagh. Kavanagh tries to go to centre-half forward where he'd be leading to, but it's all Ainsley back there. Long kick into the forward line, picked up by Holmes. Yamua medalist, in my opinion, goes short. And the mark has been taken by Lawless. Michael Lawless will line up for goal. About 45 metres he'll be kicking from. Jellifee's just come off the ground too here, uh, Michael, and is not looking uh, the best. Yes, you never do look the greatest when you come off the ground and your side's down by about 13 goal. Whatever is wrong with you, you do feel a bit sore. Lawless, flying shot at goal. Umpire has a good look at it, indicates it's probably gone over the post, and a behind has been scored by Lawless. Ainsley move on to 20 goals, 15, one to the Queanbeyan Tigers, 9-5-59. Looking for a long kick out here. It's a good kick too. Looking for Quaid, who's stuck behind Andrews. Crook was also there. Crook, wrapped up in a tackle, gets a hand pass away to Ian Lawless. Lawless gets it to brother Michael, who turns, props, kick two bowls. Is Ormston's in front of him. He's saddled up and ridden to the ground. And Ormston will get the free kick from Bowles there in the left half back. Almost back pocket, you could call it there, Niso. 
They go for the switch. Oh, that was a good move. He's kicked straight down the throat of Hughes, who will line up for goal number six. Just need the Three Stooges music there. I don't know what he was thinking. There was uh, He's kicked it straight to Hughes. Beautiful lead by Hughes. The only problem was he's got the wrong Guernsey on. Well, Hughes will probably wheel around here a little bit, but no one's sort of getting there to stop him from wheeling. This is where I don't mind a player doing a check side from this position. Okay, well, I reckon Hughes is going to drop punt. Of course, he check sides through and hits the post. See that drop punt? At least if you hit the post with a drop punt, you've really done something special. 20 goals, 16, 136. Queanbeyan Tigers can't wait for the siren. Neither can I. Nine goals, 5.59. They try to get the ball out of defence. Swan to Dickinson by hand. He also goes by hand. Under the pump there is Danaher. Back to Dickinson. Back to Brooker. They've gone nowhere in the space of seven possessions. Ball's now on the wing. Trying to keep the ball in for the ties. Goes out of bounds. And we'll have a ball in. Out of side. Pretty much the uh, exact spot on the ground, on the wing there in the outer side. Griffin will do the ruck work against Quaid. Quaid's battled hard. Probably been the Tigers' best today. Picked up now by Ainsley. Again, they've just got the numbers. They always seem to have more players at the contest. Kick now. That should be in the arms of Caulfield. Good tackle there by the Queanbeyan Tiger player in Heathslip. Around the corner is Fruin, and he takes the mark about 40 metres out. Good work there by the Queanbeyan Tigers in Heathslip. Ainsley probably muck around a bit there. Thought he had a bit more time than he did. And Fruin will go back and line up for his second goal of the day. He starved of opportunities, really. He sort of had to play a bit of a seagull role. Oh, it's a terrible kick that off the boot. Out of bounds on the that full. That is out of bounds on the full. So he uh, hasn't improved his afternoon. Hasn't improved the Tigers scoreboard. It is still Tigers, 9 goals, 5.59. Ainsley, 20 goals, 16, 136. Short kick marked there by Tui. Tui, another short kick. It's Ainsley loose players all over the park here. They can raffle several options here. Griffin's the next one. He's going to go longer to Griffin. Quaid should gobble that up. He doesn't. Comes off hands. Picked up there by Holm. He went by hand. Highfield's in the race there. Ran over the football. Saw the body and didn't want to go in. Picked up by Swan. Goes in the hands of Kirkwood to Slater. To Stevens. Missed the target again, did Slater. You've got some work to do, champ. You're a good player, but you need to give the uh, your teammate a better opportunity to football. The kick's not a good one. And it goes out of bounds in front of James Kavanagh. Probably a very frustrated James Kavanagh, I would suggest. He's tried very, very hard, but unfortunately the Tigers just have not got the ball into the forward 50 often enough. 27, 28-minute mark of the final term, and Andrews has gone back onto the ground now, down in the back line. No one's gone to pick him up either, although Jark sees him now, and Jark is the tallest man in that back line, so he'll go to him as the Tigers go forward once again. And that's a good kick. It's on its way, and the Tigers get their 10. Goal there by Stevens. He's kicked two in this quarter. Pretty much identical kicks too. He's, uh, he's a lovely kick of the football. And the Tigers have got their 10th. So they've actually kicked three in this term. They're 10 goals, 5.65. Ainsley, miles in front. 20 goals, 16, 136. We're approaching the 30-minute mark of this last term. Thankfully, there can't be too much longer to go as the umpires are back in the middle and we will commence this game, which has seen Ainsley 
overrun the Queanbeyan Tigers convincingly in this second half. Well, it's had 36 scoring shots to 15. Yeah, such Tells has a been tale. the dominance there. Certainly has. He slipped in ruck, gets the tap. It's going to go straight to Wainsley and Baxter. Baxter gets it by hand to Harris. Doesn't have a lot to do, Harris. Goes by hand. Kick comes down towards Lawless. Boundary line should be stuck as Lawless and Brooker see the ball over the line. Not far from the Ainsley dugout will be a happy Ainsley dugout and they will have a good night tonight at the Ainsley Football Club. Ball comes in. He slipped. Picked up now by Griffin. Tries to do everything by himself. Should be picked for holding the ball. Does. Dickinson gets it by hand to Slade. Now please hit a target, Slater. He's got Slater's had two bounces. got no pass. That sums it up. That is just a not a very smart piece of play. You need to know what's... He deserves to be hurt. You need to know what's around you. You also need to have your teammates talking to you. I hope they were. But he has to have more awareness. You just can't scoop it up one-handed, bounce the ball nonchalantly twice without knowing what's around you. He got cleaned up. That, hopefully, is the lesson that he uh, takes from that. There goes the final siren. Sorry, Craig. There goes the siren. I'm just baffled by, by that bit of play. Anyway, the siren sounds to end a pretty miserable second half for the Queanbeyan Tigers. They've been totally outclassed. Ainsley Tricolors have triumphed. 20 goals, 16, 136 to the Queanbeyan Tigers. 10 goals, 565. And uh, a lot of work to be done in the Tigers' den this week. Yep, there is indeed. Goal kickers for the Ainsley Tricolors were 5 to Ben Hughes, 3 apiece to Marcus Crook and Ryan Tutt, with 2 to the porn star John Holmes and Corey Baxter. Singles then to Michael Lawless, Jess Griffin, Rowan Andrews, who uh, is going to be fighting it out for best on ground, you would feel. Damien, Camilla Parker-Bowles, Sean Campbell, and all those players making up the 20 for the Ainsley Tricolours then. It was Kavanaugh with three, tried all day, went on to the ball in the end just to try and get something going forward for the Tigers, but it wasn't to be. Two apiece for the captain, Ryan Quaid and Kane Stevens, and then singles for Mitch May. Toby Conroy got one in the last quarter, and Brett Truen also kicking uh, the uh, tenth. Oh, no, he kicked that ninth goal, but it was off the tenth for the Tigers. Not a good day for the Tigers. Back there at the Tigers Club, it will be a, a disappointing one as they went down in the under-18s and the reserves before the main North Eastern Australian Football League match this afternoon. Best on ground, I think you'd be surprised if we said anything other than John Holmes or Andrews. Uh, look, I think John Holmes, he started the ball rolling in that first quarter. I reckon the first 15 minutes he set the tone of the afternoon and his performance didn't drop. He will probably be, and we won't know, I guess, until uh, the presentation night at Ainsley at 5.30, but uh, he will probably be named the... Uh, Alan Muir medalist, he would have my vote, closely followed by Andrews, and then I reckon you can throw a blanket over quite a few other Ainsley players, but it's probably Holmes, then Andrews, and then Daylight, I'd suggest, and uh, they had a lot of good contributors, did Ainsley, and uh, they played like a good we might be having the announcement now, perhaps. Yeah, we'll go down to the ground Thank you very much for the procedure.
announcing it. They were just announcing the fact that uh, it will be announced Bring over at in. the change rooms. Uh, sorry, the club rooms of Asia, which will be a very buoyant uh, area uh, this evening. They have run out convincing winners here. It was a tight game in the first half, Craig. We felt that the Tigers were just happy with a bit of luck and uh, they might well have uh, fired towards a decent second half. But they were totally outclassed by a very professional, very desperate and committed Ainsley outfit in the second half. They were totally smashed the Queanbeyan Tigers, and I'm quite sure that the coaching staff would not be happy. The only lucky person that I can think of right now would be Mr Ron Fowley, who is in hospital and did not have to witness uh, what we had to witness in this second half. So, Ron... I know you were probably listening. You may or may not be now. Get better soon, mate. And uh, I guess the boys need you on uh, on the track during the week just to uh, help them out because they need a lot of help after that second half, Craig. They were totally dismantled quite easily by the Ainsley Tricolors. Yeah, looking at the Eastern Conference ladder in the Northeastern Football Australian Football League, uh, Ainsley now moved to one win, one loss. Queanbeyan, one win, two losses. They go up against the Magpies next week on QBN FM, that match for broadcast next weekend. Well, Nisa, as you said already, it's a disappointing end to what was a day we held out a lot of hope for this Queanbeyan side to really measure where they were up against last year's AFL Canberra grand finalists, and uh, it would seem that they have still got a ways to go. Yeah, look, we, we touched on it in the first half. It's a young group, it's a new group, and you're going to get performances which are inconsistent. And we saw one today. They hung tough for for an hour or so, but you just can't you can't keep well, doing what they were by doing. By the inaccuracy oh, of absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But the Tigers, you know, they showed it in the first half. They just couldn't continue it. Ainsley were just better than them at so many facets of the game. Uh, they smashed them in the front and centres. They smashed them at the contested possessions. They outnumbered them at most contests. And, you know, for a moment there in that second half, when the ball was running Ainsley's way, Queenie were just getting totally slaughtered in the centre of the square. And there was one part in that last quarter that really typified Ainsley when um, Slater, well, even two parts, when Slater, I think, was running with the football and he had four Ainsley players chasing him. And so they were up by 12 goal and still desperate enough to have players wanting to run down a Queanbeyan Tiger player. And then that last bit of play where Slater just had no idea what was around him and got totally smashed. Hopefully, that's the learning curve that he needs. He's got to be a bit more, have a bit more purpose about his football. Gets a lot of the football. I'm not going to pick on him here. He gets a lot of the football. He's a darn good player. But the Tigers just need a bit more out of his possessions. Yep. Well, it's not been a great day, but you can get back to the Tigers Club and drown your sorrows right there at 20 Queen Bar Road in Carabar. We thank them for their support of QBNFM once again here today and remind you that next week it's Queenbian versus the Magpies after a disappointing performance. Ainsley, too good. 2016, 136 to, uh, to Queenbian. 10-5-65. On behalf of NISO, I'm Craig Ravel, wishing you a very good evening.